government today urged Golden Circle victims to report to the temporary field hospitals now set up across the country. The president's handling of the crisis has been commended by other world leaders. Damn, politics has never been so easy. I routinely work a 20-hour day for you, seven days a week. Maybe some can do that without chemical help. Countless people are going to die. They're going to take you underground. They're going to put you in a cage. They're going to take your limbs off without anesthesia. They're going to hook you up to a machine that's going to keep you alive. They're going to torture you mentally, physically, and emotionally for as long as they can, and that could be hundreds of years. On the wake up. Live from FEMA Region 2, back at it one more again for the most dangerous two hours in radio on the wake up with your host this evening, your brother Cam Kazi the Cutlass. Shout out to my brother John, the Masonic Marine from the Truth Booth Podcast. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Shout out to the whole On The Wake Up Radio family and shout out to you, the listener, the On The Wake Up Radio army. You can check us out at uh, onthewakeupradio.com. I'm telling you right now, if you're listening tonight, especially on the IG Live, tune in to onthewakeupradio.com because it's going to get hot tonight. We've been facing heavy censorship. And so, you know, the 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 IG Live is going to start to glitch out. In fact, let me just drop this link in here for anybody that's tuning in on Instagram on the wake up radio.com check us out on that link you can also check out our archives at SoundCloud Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. If you're listening in on any of those outlets, please hit that like button. And if you feel it in your heart, hit that uh, share button. Share this content with somebody who you feel is on the wake up and ready to hear it. And like my good friend just told me, you know, share it with some people who you feel may not be ready for this content, but you feel need to hear it. Big shout out as well to FEMA Region 2, uh, excuse me, FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. Deanne, thank you for keeping the lights on. We see you. Are the lights still on, though? Are they? Let me just find out. Check out the U.S. outage map just to make sure I'm not lying to y'all. It's been a wild week, you know, lot lot going on. I'm just checking out the poweroutage.us. This is a great resource to see where the blackouts are, ladies and gentlemen. Power outage US. I'm looking at where's this? Connecticut. Yeah, that hurricane that came by slammed into Connecticut. So anybody that's in Connecticut, even if y'all can't hear this right now, shout out to Connecticut. Hope y'all are doing okay. I'm looking at Wyndham County, uh, New London, and Toland. Wyndham County, New London, and Toland. No, New London, Connecticut. I'm pretty sure there's an FBI office in New London, Connecticut. So, you know, fuck them. But uh, for the rest of New London, hope y'all, you know, pull out of this okay. 
that yo, that hurricane that was supposed to slam us, that just missed New York altogether. I feel bad for anybody that got caught in this path. Man, you know how we do, ladies and gentlemen, just warming up the mic. So much has transpired in this past week. So much, so many, so much noteworthy stuff, you know? Um guess we can touch on this, you know, in the, the, the conscious community front, the black community, you know, hear about um, what's going on with Brother Polite right now. And I don't know all the details. I've heard some wild shit about what's going on right now. And, yo, if any of this stuff is true, and this man was preying on, you know, young women, underage girls, like, you already know how we feel about that on, on the wake up. That shit should have been dealt with. And if that was going on, then I'm sure there were people around him who knew what was going on. And, you know, when we have this type of predatory behavior occurring in the black community, we, we've been, we can't sit back and let it rock. Okay. That's something that we can deal with as a community and have to deal with as a community. I don't care if it's your friend, if it's a family member, if it's someone that you just know and see, but you think is not your business, it is your business, especially when it comes to these children. You know, we talk so much on the show about human trafficking, about child abuse, about abuse of women and whatnot. You know, we talk about Epstein and all that shit. What happens when you have one of these motherfuckers who are in your community who you can reach out and touch? Then you have to do it. You have to do it. That's warrior code shit right there. That it cannot slide, you know. And this this history of abuse, especially in the black community, um, for so long, you know, people have been afraid to talk about these things, whether it was in their family or whether it was, you know, again, in their community. Uh, uh, you know, th there are people out here who know that a family member is is an abuser, you know, is a rapist or a pedophile, and they don't check that motherfucker because it's a family member, you know? And when these children come and they tell their parents what happened or, or they try to explain what happened, they tell them that something happened, and their parents turn on them, get angry at them. That shit is crazy. That That is a legacy that needs to die with this generation. No more of that shit, you know? For anybody who was <clears throat> around this man and witnessed this type of behavior and said nothing, then y'all need to be checked as well. So there's going to be a lot of chin checking going on in the days, weeks, and months to come, best believe, especially coming out of New York, you know, the, the, if you want to call the conscious community in New York, this shit, cause this brother was, you know, came out of New York, brother polite's from New York, you know, he, he walked amongst us. I met this brother how many years ago I met him, you know, probably almost a decade ago when he was kind of just coming up in the, I guess you say the conscious scene, you know, and I don't know him. I don't know him. I know people who do know him. You know what I mean? Like I know places that just saying, you know what I'm saying? It's like a degree of separation between brothers. You know what I mean? And just to think that he was running around doing this shit 
and nobody checked him on it, you know? Maybe that's why he went out to L.A. I'm just speculating. I don't know shit about what's going on. I'm just hearing, you know? And, um, yeah, my man needs to be checked. Brother man needs to be checked in the end of the day, you know? Know this shit. He can't get away with this. Um, and brothers need to start standing up, you know? for so many different reasons, because the, the women, black women and black children need to feel protected in the end of the day. If they don't feel, black women and black children should feel comfortable walking down the street at any time of night, knowing that one, that they're protected and two, that nobody's gonna try to uh, mistreat them, harm them, rape them, rob them, anything like that. And it's up to black men to make sure that that happens. You know, we can talk all this shit about Kemet and fucking Africa and, you know, Native America and all e Hebrew, Israelite, all that shit. We can talk all this shit till our faces turn black and blue. But if we can't defend black women and black children and black elders, then what are we really doing? That's the basics. That is like the basics. You know what I'm saying? For civilization building right there. There's no excuse why these people shouldn't be protected by black men in the end of the day, you know? And I, I could go on and rant about this shit, but as the details come out, best believe we will be paying attention. Best believe there are conversations that will be had off air that a lot of people will never hear about. But to address this issue, because this issue of nothing else with polite should be a catalyst for change because now you got motherfuckers who never even heard of the the conscious community clowning niggas right now you know what i'm saying because you know why because this shit looks goofy this shit looks goofy this is supposed to be you know the bastion of black love and black pride and all and black power and all this shit and, and you got a, a goofball like this running around <sighs> yo the account I was hearing, that shit sounded crazy. Like, it wasn't like, it was full-on predator mode. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I said, if that's what's actually going on right now, this shit is on the news. You know what I'm saying? And you see how this man has been elevated to uh, the status of, you know, some people would call him a leader. I never call him a leader. I, if anything, at the very most, I call him a spokesperson. You know what I mean? But then you look, from what I understand, he even came up under Malachi York. Or he, he, he understand, he learned the teachings of Malachi York. That's his teacher. We look at Malachi York. He's doing, what, 135 years under fucking... Federal prison in Colorado, nigga, they put this nigga in the basement. You know, this man who says he can walk through walls. Like, okay, nigga, let me see you walk through these walls. <laughs> Doing 100 plus years in the feds for rape and molestation and all kind of other shit. So, you know, so th this thing has been going on a long time. Another situation that people don't like to talk about, African ba Africa Bambada. This nigga, you know what I'm saying? Bambada, you can't even speak that name too loud in certain places, especially in New York, because you still got people who are loyal to this motherfucker. But Bambada, 
this is another nigga who was preying on little boys, you know what I'm saying? Preying on little boys, like, and you had some brothers that were around him who knew the shit that was going on, who knew about it and didn't do anything about it. They let it slide. And then other brothers who found out what was going when they found out what was going on, that caused a whole schism in his shit. You know what I'm saying? Now you got a whole group of motherfuckers that, point being, Africa Bambada is another one. You know what I'm saying? One of these type of predators that's just been around and, and people covered for this motherfucker, you know? There's no way that the niggas that were around Bambada didn't know what he was doing, but they allowed it to slide. They allowed him to rape those little boys, do whatever he's doing. That nigga should have been in the dirt, and fuck it, I don't care. And this is why this is the most dangerous two hours in radio, because we're not standing for this shit anymore. Like, nah, 2020, 2021, and beyond, mm-mm. We're drawing lines in the sand, and if you are not acting in correct conduct, then there's going to be consequences, you know? I'm just going to leave that right there for now, you know? Um, not sending thoughts and prayers to this nigga, you know what I'm saying? It, from what I understand, he was preying on this little girl. It's obviously it's innocent before proving guilty, but what we know so far... Yo, nigga, straight predator, straight predator, you know? So, nah, nah, he needs to be sat in front of the RBG High Council. Then that's what should have happened, you know what I'm saying? He should have been sat down in front of some of the elders, some of the brothers and sisters, and decided his fate right then and there, and this shit would have never made it to the media, okay? That's how it's supposed to be handled. You know, people are talking about uh, how can you police the police when you can't even police yourselves, you know, police your own community, police your own deviance in your community, you know, because the the whole thing about uh, community policing itself isn't just to, you know, hand out violations and penalize people willy nilly, but it's so that there's a sense of security and a sense of consequence when people do step out of line. I'm telling you, yo, we are living in an age where checks and balances have gone out the window. You know, um, there's there's no accountability. There's no accountability right now, and people are just getting away with all kind of shit. You know, like even in the streets, there's all kind of reckless behavior going on right now, and nobody is checking this shit. The OGs either they're they're absent locked up, don't give a fuck, or or are encouraging it, you know? There's no accountability, there's no checks and balances, there's no order. There's a lack of order right now. One thing, you see the show Bumpy Johnson, uh, the godfather of Harlem. I've only seen a few episodes of it. I, I don't watch too much of that one because I don't like the fact that, you know, they're talking about Bumpy Johnson in his later years. They're talking about the heroin and the drug trade and all that shit. But they don't talk about the early years of Bumpy. That's what I was really hoping to see. And I'm still waiting on someone to make that. Talk about the early years of Bumpy Johnson because the early days of Bumpy Johnson. And they allude to it in the show because they show that Malcolm X was his homie. They let that one out, that Malcolm X and Bumpy Johnson were homies, you know? They were brothers. Bumpy had a lot of love for Malcolm X. 
what they don't show, I don't think in the show, what I, as far as I've seen, they don't show how back in the early days of the early 1900s in Harlem, you had um, in 1920s, 30s, Bumpy Johnson, you had Marcus Garvey out there, you know, and they fucked with each other. There was a common consensus to protect the community. Bumpy Johnson, he he um he he basically did protection for black businesses in the early days when he first came up from I think it was South Carolina or something like that. He came up here and he got into the protection racket where basically he was protecting black businesses because you had white boys coming up from Hell's Kitchen who were, you know, police affiliated. They were the the children and the offspring of police officers and just racists in generals coming up from Hell's Kitchen to come fuck up the black businesses. So you have people like Bumpy Johnson and, and um, Bumpy Johnson and, and some other brothers who, who had, you know, organizations, if you want to put it that, defended the community. And ironically, this is the same type of thing that you would see out West and in a lot of black communities, you know, specifically out West in Los Angeles, you had, um, what they call them? Spook hunters. I think there was the spook hunters. You know, they were racist whites who would go around and they would terrorize the black communities. So you would have the gangs like the Slawsons and, and different street organizations that were formed from the brothers in the community who would uh, defend them from these racist attacks. So that's the same thing Bumpy Johnson was doing in Harlem. And that is the th that's how you kept order. And uh, eventually, out of those type of things, yeah, you you know, you had the uh, uh, I guess the uh, emergence of different black gangs, if you want to call them that. But it was always out of necessity and always out of the sp in the spirit of protecting the community. So, all that to say, we've lost a lot of order, and we need to bring that back in 2021 and beyond. We need the order in these streets because. If we can't police our communities, then it's going to be really difficult to police anything else. It's going to be difficult to police the people who might encroach on our communities, okay? Real shit. That's all I'm saying about this brother polite situation. We need order back, and hopefully this will be a catalyst to bring that back and, and you know, to bring these conversations you know, to have more of these conversations. And then ultimately these conversations, some of them will come to the forefront. You will hear open discussions about them, but there should be a lot of conversations. And I know there are a lot of conversations going on right now just about how to keep checks and balances in the black community. I'm gonna leave that at that right there. Cause we got a lot to talk about right now. We're just warming up the mic right now, but I could not, uh, I could not go on without speaking on that because that is sending a rift through you know the whole fucking social media internet all that shit like i said you have mainstream media talking about this man right now so you have a peep the propaganda moment for you afghanistan you see the shit show that's going down in Afghanistan right now. And I watched the video. I'm sure most of y'all have seen the video at this point. The uh, the uh, plane fleeing Afghanistan, right? 
with all the people jumping and clinging on to it and all that shit, right? And something about that whole thing just doesn't sit right with me. Something about the whole situation doesn't sit right with me. And I can't really, I, I can't really put my, um, I can't really put my finger on it at this point. But, you know, so the U.S. pulls out of Afghanistan officially, right? And I was actually watching the uh, Vice, Vice News did a really good report on this because they told us some things. You know, they answered a bunch of questions that I had because I said, where's the Afghan military? And in my mind, I was like, okay. Afghan military, they probably don't want smoke with the Taliban. And so they're not fighting them. That was what I thought. And sure enough, that's pretty much what happened. Up, what, uh, what happened. The, the Afghan military who's been trained for the last 20 years by the U.S. and the CIA and all that, they wanted no problems with the Taliban. As soon as the U.S. left... Taliban started taking over, you know, t- taking over the country. The the president of Afghanistan fled. Taliban took his palace or presidential, whatever the fuck he got over there. You know what I'm saying? Presidential mansion, whatever it is. But they, they took the seat of government. <clears throat> the, the, the scramble at the airport. Now, this was interesting because I'm looking right now to see if I can find images of this plane because that whole shit looked crazy, you know? These people running, holding on to the airplane, and something about it just didn't sit right with me, the whole visual. And it took a little time for me to kind of wrap my mind around this, and we're coming up so... This is the 20th anniversary of 9-11, you know? I remember this time, I remember this time in um, 2001, I was just beginning college, right? Somewhere around this time, August 23rd, you know what I mean? Last weeks of August, that's how old I was. I was 19 years old at this time. And I was down in Virginia, and so I, I remember this time period vividly, you know, because I guess maybe it's when something insane like that happens and then you have the opportunity to look back on it, then you can start to kind of see things before and after it went down. <clears throat> and we're going to do, you know, some kind of 9-11 show, especially to give uh, respect to the 20th anniversary you kind of see where we're at. <clears throat> but so I'm looking at this now. I'm looking at this picture of this plane. And it took me a while for it to finally kick in. I'm looking at it, even the numbers, 1109. 1109. Why is that? Why is the plane's numbered? Oh, 911, stupid, right? It's just the numbers just jumbled around, but it's the same thing. <clears throat> 1109, 911. Okay. All right. 
the image of <clears throat> the people holding on to the plane as it's taking off. And then you see video of people falling from the plane. Like, was it that bad? Was it that bad? The Taliban? Yo, I went back to some old school videos of the Taliban. Yo, I'll post them eventually on my Instagram because they're interesting videos. I have pictures, I have videos of the Taliban from pre 9 11, 2001. One of the Taliban spokespersons, spokespeople, he was saying that, and they would be, I believe they were being honored by the United Nations too at that point for, um, cutting out the opium trade, believe it or not. Yeah, the whole poppy trade, yeah, Taliban squashed that shit. They weren't with the drugs. But they made a comment about Osama bin Laden, and he was like, what did he say? He said, y'all uh, want to blame us for bin Laden, but bin Laden was created by the CIA. So that's one of your people. And then you want to come into our country, or you want to talk about us going find this guy for you, who you funded? and trained in our country, you know? So they were already looking at this situation kind of funny. So when 9-11 happened, you can imagine the type of mindset they went into, like, oh, shit, no, these niggas are coming in, you know? Because the U.S. was talking about bin Laden from way before that. Um, it, William Cooper... I just recently listened to the the interview, not the interview, the broadcast that William Cooper, Bill Cooper did, you know, the, the author of Behold the Pale Horse. He did a broadcast on his radio show way months before 9-11 happened. And he said, he said the U.S. government is looking for, the, mind you, this is pre-9-11. He said the U.S. government is looking for bin Laden, Osama, this guy, Osama bin Laden. He said... But then a, a, a CNN news crew was able to go into Afghanistan and find this guy and interview him in a cave or some shit like that. He, and he was like, listen, if a terrorist attack happens and this guy gets labeled, then this guy, this boogeyman gets labeled, it's bullshit, basically is what he said. He called that months before 9-11. I can't remember the actual date of the show. But William Cooper said that about bin Laden months before 9-11 even occurred. He said, if you find, he said that, that if they blame this thing, if they blame a terrorist attack on bin Laden and they use him as the boogeyman, just know that it's bullshit. And he was right. So as I'm looking at this video of the Afghanis fleeing and holding on to this plane and you know, now I know now, okay, 1109, 9-11, right? As if, you know, the whole situation is not enough. Now you have people falling off the plane. And so I'm watching these people falling off the plane. And again, it's reminding me of the people who were jumping out of the towers, the visual. There's something visceral going on that's bringing me back to that time period. So I can only imagine what it's doing for other people. Peace, peace. I can only imagine what it's doing for other people, you know? So, and that's why we say peep the propaganda on this show, because there are so many unconscious messages being sent through the media, you know? So, 1109, the people falling from the plane, it's in Afghanistan, 
it's it's stoking up that same type of emotion that we felt, you know, post 9-11. So I'm walking home from work one day. I'm walking to the train from work from one day, just the other day, and I see this. This is um Wednesday, uh, August 20. No, well, August, what the fuck date is that? 18th? And I see this in the newspaper headline. This is in the New York Post, the headline. No, it's not Afghanistan. It's Kabul, NYC. Man at ATM attacked with hatchet in Manhattan. What the fuck? Stickers <laughs> getting hatcheted at ATMs? <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah. It's too fucking much. It's man, and they're saying it was a random attack. Random attack. Where... This man was just minding his business at the ATM. There's another man in there. Dude casually pulls out a hatchet and starts hacking at this motherfucker. You go, what? And then the headline, Kabul NYC. Don't. I'm an 80s baby. Don't try to play me, kid. What the fuck are they trying to say? Again, peep the propaganda. This is a peep the propaganda moment, Okay. I'm going to see if I can pull up, pull up this because, uh, pull up an article about this because to me that this could, um, go a lot of different ways, right? Ooh. So the attacker, Aaron Garcia, his name is Garcia, but that's a brother. That's a black man right there. Ooh. You already know. Then it happened at an ATM machine. So this might be extreme, but, you know, people are scary today, okay? If they say that there are people getting attacked at ATMs, then some people might be likely to avoid ATMs altogether, okay? Cashless society. I'm not saying it's going to go that extreme, but I'm just saying, people, the propaganda, that's the type of shit, that's the type of unconscious message that people receive from stuff like this. I'm telling you, people are so easily programmed. This is from Yahoo News. August 18th, Wednesday, August 18th. Headline, man badly injured in hatchet attack in Manhattan. See if I can get some details. Where we at? Um, oh, they're not showing this article? What? Oh, this is a... Video. Um, let me see. Let me try this one right here. This is from the DailyMail.uk. Ooh. Now, pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we always say peep the propaganda. Pay attention. It's from the DailyMailUK.com. Okay, peep the propaganda. Headline. Exclusive. Iraq vet. Iraq vet who hacked man with hatchet at an ATM in NYC, lived in squalor in Yonkers' apartment where he terrorized neighbors, chased landlord naked, and would sneak into female tenants' bedroom but couldn't be evicted thanks to state moratorium. He said a mouthful right there. One, he is an Iraq war veteran, okay? So, see, so before I even go into this, Actually, you know, I'll tell you, I'm going to read some of this article and just see what it says, see if we can pull it apart a little bit, okay? 
the Iraq war veteran who allegedly bludgeoned a man with a hatchet at a Chase Bank ATM in New York City Sunday, spent six months living in Yonkers terrorizing his housemates who repeatedly had to call police for help, DailyMail.com has learned. But the state's eviction moratorium prevented suspect Aaron Garcia from being kicked out of the apartment building. The 37-year-old who was charged with assault and attempted murder was living in squalor at the home where he would light candles that would burn the walls and once set his mattress on fire, neighbors and tenants say. Tenants say he would also sneak into a female tenant's bedroom, curl up on her bed nude while playing with her clothes. When his landlord came for the rent one month, our Garcia allegedly chased him from the building while naked, causing the landlord to stumble to the ground. But that still wasn't enough to get him evicted. You know, I'm not going to go into details about this, but this this is the type of situation. And there's so much that, you know, and it's not, one, it's not to excuse the act that was committed. At the same time, what was this man going through? He went and served in Iraq for y'all, for us. What did he experience there? You know, what unaddressed trauma did, is this man dealing with? You know, how is it that a veteran can come back to this country after fighting overseas for, for however long and be living in squalor? You know? And so to me, it was interesting that this happened days after this uh, Afghanistan situation because how many veterans are coming home and will be coming home from this war in the next few weeks and months, okay? Unless there's another war, you're going to have a lot of people coming home. And my co-host, my, my brother John, always mentions the MIAC report. And the MIAC report let me see. The, the Mayak report that he refers to talks about how the greatest threat the government is the greatest threat that the government sees is not Al Qaeda, Mujahideen, anything like that. It's the returning veterans to the United States. Okay. The returning veterans are, are viewed by the government as the greatest threat to the internal security of the United States. So let me see. Okay. So this is, um, what's this? Chuck Baldwin Live. I'm not sure what this is, but DHS report says, quote, disgruntled military veterans might be right-wing extremists. Published Friday, April 17, 2009. So just pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. On the heels of the now infamous Missouri Information Analysis Center report, MIAC report, the Department of Homeland Security has just released an assessment report entitled Right-Wing Extremism, 
current economic and political climate fueling resurgence in radicalization and recruitment, end quote. With virtually no references, documentation, or annotations, the report, which was released to all branches of American law enforcement, demonizes, demonizes a host of citizens as having the capacity to become violent right-wing extremists, quote-unquote. The DHS report warns law enforcement to be on guard against anyone who opposes illegal immigration, same-sex marriage, free trade agreements, gun control, the new world order, one world government, the outsourcing of American jobs, the perceived threat to U.S. sovereignty by foreign powers, abortion, declaration of martial law, the creation of citizens' detention camps, um, suspension of the U.S. Constitution or the abridgment of state authority. Also branded are people who believe in quote-unquote end times prophecies and who stockpile food, ammunition, or firearms. This is an extensive list. Again, this is 2009. I dare say that at least 75% or more of the American people have beliefs that fall into one or more categories of the above list. If you are one of them, DHS suspects you of being a right-wing extremist, but there's more. The DHS report specifically warns law enforcement to be on guard against dis, quote-unquote disgruntled military veterans, especially veterans returning from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. You read it right. Okay, so there's this whole thing, war is a racket, and we talk about it all the time on this program, uh, Major General Smedley Butler, Smedley D. Butler, this guy was, you know, American hero, you can call him that, but after his service to this country, in, um, especially in World War One, he came home and... You know, he was finally able to speak. They, they basically wanted him to be America's Hitler. They wanted him to be America's Stalin, America's Mao, you know, America's Franco. But he wasn't with that shit. And he exposed, exposed the plot to basically create a fascist dictatorship in the United States. He exposed it. It was supposed to go down... 1920s, 30s, just like in every other country around the world, every other major power, there was supposed to be a, a fascist dictatorship in this country, but it never happened. Thanks to Major General Smedley Butler, you know, one of these heroes that most Americans don't even know about. So he wrote this book eventually called War is a Racket. And in War is a Racket, he explains like how deep and incestuous this relationship was and is between the war makers and the major corporations, the multi, uh, multinational corporations. Let me pull out. This is why I read books like this, right? This is uh, Craig B. Hewlett, Corporatism and the Empire, The Philosophy of Fascism. Postmodernities Problematic by Craig B. Hewlett. It's a good book. Y'all want to get a leg up on what fascism is and what it ain't. That's a good book. That, that's a good book. I wouldn't say it's a starting point, but if you have any understanding of these things, it's a great book. Another one is Thieves in the Temple by Andre Eglisham, because this is talking about the Federal Reserve and the incestuous relationship between the Federal Reserve and, again, the corporations and the people who are basically running the show right now. 
you know, I have a bunch of books like that. But so war is a racket. The the whole concept behind that book, uh, Major General Butler explains to us that, you know, corporations like Dow Corporation back in the you know early days, early 1900s, before World War One, they would pull you know a few million a year, but during the war, their yearly profits skyrocketed like hundreds of percent. So let's say they made, you know, $5 million annually back then, which was still a lot of money, $5 million. During the war, they might have made $200 million, $200 million, $200 million, okay? All these these major corporations, so the nickel the nickel folks, the chemical companies, the steel folks, you know, um, leather companies. Uh, he talked about mosquito nets. He talked about how the U.S. had put in an order for these mosquito nets, and they were supposed to be sent to France. But the problem with that is that you didn't have a mosquito problem in France, so the government or the taxpayer purchased these things. The corporation who created them uh, turned a profit, a crazy profit, hundreds of percent profit. And then, you know, they made off. These are the same people who eventually would, would uh, move into positions to influence domestic policy. And that's why he says war is a racket, because from start to finish you have the it's the private corporations who profit from the wars in the end of the day so you look at what happened in afghanistan and i mean the waste that occurred in afghanistan look at all the military hardware over there that had to be destroyed and left behind look at all the weapons that were left behind for the fucking taliban i wish they would Leave some Kalishnikovs for us. <laughs> Where's my AK and crate of ammo? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, nah, bring it over here. Bring it over here. I'll take care of it. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. You know? Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, it, it's fucking disgusting. I know you've seen, you've probably seen the pictures where you have rooms, closets, or a whole room just with stacks of firearms, 50 cows, and all kind of shit, automatic, all kind of fuck like. What are y'all trying to do? For real. It's like a shit show waiting to happen. But the thing is, and I, I suspect... The Taliban is not Islamic State. There's a big difference. And I think that's what a lot of people were expecting. They were expecting that the Taliban was going to go around and, you know, start shooting motherfuckers in the head. I don't think they're doing that right now. I think what we're seeing with the Taliban is more fear-based than anything. It's not off of anything that they're actually doing, at least not as extreme as what we saw Islamic State do. Those motherfuckers were savages. But Islamic State was also funded by the U.S., Israeli, Israel, and possibly the U.K. So they, they have a different MO altogether. Islamic State. 
their whole intention one was to destabilize the region, the Iraq, um, Syria, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, I believe, or, or excuse me, Libya, just disrupt that whole shit in different places. You know, they try to say that that Islamic State has been exported to other countries, Philippines and other shit. It's all bullshit, but whatever. But those people are definitely funded and armed by the United States, by Israel. How come Islamic State has never attacked Israel? Not even once. Not once. Y'all got a whole army. All you need to do is just drive that fucking caravan over to Israel. But they've never attacked Israel, as far as I know. You know? That's because Islamic State is Western-funded. So... People thought people were expecting Taliban to do what Islamic State did, and Taliban didn't do that. Taliban, so far, they're acting like you know they're on the more civilized side. We'll see what happens, but that's how they're acting right now. So this is just something to pay attention to. You know, just again, peep the propaganda. Just know that if it's being played up in the media. There's a lot of layers uh, beyond what we're being told, you know, like they could be pulling troops out to get ready for another war. They could be getting ready for the big war with Iran. Are they going to let these men and women, these men and women, these service members come home to this shit right now? You know, because it, ironically, this this is what we need. We need our veterans at home right now. We need people who are going, who know our rights, who know the Constitution, and who are going to be able to advocate for us. Because that goes into what we're talking about tonight. <clears throat> because the name of the show tonight is How to Beat the New World Order. Ladies and gentlemen, take out your pens, papers, notebooks, textbook, edit, whatever you need to do, because we're going to get it in this evening. If you are listening in on IG Live, I highly recommend you tune in on, on thewakeupradio.com, because we're going in on these motherfuckers tonight. You know how it goes with the censorship on here. You can keep the IG Live open, but just know that you might get kicked off. All right. So how to beat the new world order. Um, so I've been watching, um, I watched a few movies this weekend and to my surprise, if y'all have seen Kingsman 2, Kingsman Part 2. That's a good movie, decent movie, nice action movie. I liked it. But there's a lot of tells in that movie. One of the things that kind of surprised me, it didn't really surprise me, but it was a pleasant surprise, right? There's a scene with a stadium where there's, you know, there's this thing going around so people, uh, you know, in order to get healed or cured, they're being ordered by the U.S. government to go to the stadium. When you finally get an inside view of the stadium, you see stacks of cages and people 
Yeah, that movie got a lot of shit, right? You see stacks of cages. And this is Kingsman 2 now. Stacks of cages and people just stacked on top of each other and cranes can move them around and all that shit. People thinking they're going in there for help and they're being packed away in crates. Then I saw the movie, this spoiler alert, motherfuckers, if you didn't see it already, well, it, it won't really spoil it. But the movie, um, what's this movie that just came out? Suicide Squad 2. I guess it's Suicide Squad 2 with Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Excuse me. In Suicide Squad, there's a scene in the movie where they go down into this basement. And it's a lab of some sort. And you see these people on these torture devices. And this one guy, this one person is missing half their body. But it's still alive. Missing half their fucking body. But it's still alive. And you see it and they don't really focus on it. But you see it very clearly. It kind of just glosses over it to the next shit. But that brought me back. Both of those together. I just happened to see them within a few days of each other. Both of those brought me back to the Friends of David Goldberg audio. So if you saw the ad that I put together for today... You will hear part of that Friends of David Goldberg audio. <clears throat> and he talks about how, you know, he talks about uh, uh, all this shit. This was from 2019. They talk about how, you know, the so-called plague is coming. and Not a plague, but they said this virus, maybe a flu would be used to take people out. And, you know, the country would be locked down and all this other shit. Things that basically happened the, a few months after. But... He, he was explaining that what they want to do. Now, this is what the elites want to do. Not saying they're going to be able to do it, but this is what they want to do. They want to take people who are, you know, inclined to rebel. Same people that the Mayak report was talking about, you know. People that are inclined to rebel. <sighs> people who might be anti-Israel. People who may call themselves Christians. People who, um, you know, or, or abide by the Constitution, people who are against tyranny, those type of folks. Anybody who basically would say, fuck the New World Order or fuck this tyrannical government that they want to uh, bring forth. Salute, salute, King. They want to send them to these underground bases, put them in these little tiny ass cages you know, rip their limbs off one by one and extract adrenochrome and keep them perpetually alive for a thousand years if they can. Because they now apparently they have the technology to keep people alive for hundreds, maybe up to a thousand years. So this is what this guy says that they want to do. Will they be able to do it? I don't know. This is what they want to do. So when I saw those videos, when I saw those parts of those movies, that's what it brought me to. That's what it brought me to immediately. Those audios like, damn, 
that's kind of how it would look. Because like I said, in, uh, in Suicide Squad, you saw this one part where this dude was missing half of his body, but he was still alive. He was some kind of science experiment. I said, God damn, that's the fucking machine right there. That's the type of thing that they want to have people on. No problem, though. Listen, folks, just because the elites want something to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. That's one thing we have to understand. And when they tell us about it in movies, John and I came to this conclusion. That means the ball is in our court because we've been told what they want to do. So if someone tells you, if I say, look, I'm going to punch you in your face, then I walk up to you and you let me punch you in your face. Whose fault is it? It's your fault because I told you what I was going to do. And then I came up and I did it. That's how this type of shit works. And so that's why, you know, when we see these movies and, and we see this, uh, when we see these type of things, we need to take them seriously when we hear this content. Because these people are telling us what they want to do to us. And we can't let them do it. So, you know, this is the part. This is where it starts. You know what I'm saying? This is where it starts, ladies and gentlemen. So, first thing, and this list is not exactly in order, but this is the order I came up with, okay? Spiritual, mental. Let's go with the spiritual first, you know? You need to fortify yourself spiritually. This this is uh that my, my homie, my good friend KB Visions always quotes this guy saying we're in the world where souls are eating or some shit like that. Motherfuckers are eating souls out here. People are losing themselves out here. So you have to spiritually fortify yourself. There are different meditation techniques that you can use. Most importantly, you have to uh you have to find that peace within yourself. You have to tap into your peace and intuition and your fearlessness. And you cannot, cannot let these motherfuckers scare you in the end of the day. You cannot let them scare you. You have to let, the, you have to let yourself know that you're going to be all right, no matter what, you're going to be all right. I see a lot of people being coerced into getting the shot right now out of fear. And I always tell people, <sighs> I'm not a doctor, so I can't give someone medical advice. But on a human level, I say, if you don't want it, if you don't want the shot, don't get that shit. Don't let it only get that shit if you want to get it. But don't be coerced or scared into getting it because you might regret that shit. Okay, you might just regret that shit. That's facts. If, if you want to get it, at least do your homework. Do some homework around it so you know what you're getting yourself into. There is so much. I, I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 articles, peer-reviewed journals, etc., that, you know, are talking about the nature of this shot, you know, um, and what's really going on. And the fact that the media isn't playing this stuff up is alarming because all the information is out there. 
just about people having the guts to stand up and say what needs to be said. So that's where the spiritual, like the spiritual war comes off of, you know? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Submissive girl says they feed off fear. The louche, they call it. That's right. They feed off of fear. They like that type of energy. They like that type of vibration because people are easy to control when they're vibrating in the vibration of fear because that's like the basic needs, you know? The, it's food, water, shelter type of shit. Like if someone is afraid, and John and I talk about this all the time, the, the financial castration where you have people whose jobs are contingent on them getting this shot. And they don't ask the right questions. They don't understand that they have rights. They're scared to question the authorities. You know, they, they don't care to do the research. And so they're just going along with these policies willy nilly. But They don't know what they're doing to themselves. I mean, you know, we've talked about the side effects. We've talked about what what's being reported. It's not being reported in the mainstream media. What's being reported? Uh, oh, word. Brother John's coming in tonight? Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. Yeah, you already know, man. I sent the link to your joint, so come through when you're ready, brother. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, you know, we've talked about this, the, the side effects that, that are popping up. The... um. They're using fear. And we're in a position where we might be able to fight them off. And it might be difficult, but also might be pretty easy. We just need enough people in the right position to do it. Um, let me see. Because I want to look up and see if this is true. There's um no, there's some shit going on, <clears throat> and they are raising the stakes right now, folks. The the arguments that we are able to make right now, we may not be able to make weeks from now, you know, things are moving so fast. And so it's about how do we get this type of content in the courts? And then how do we get this type of, um, you know, the, the laws enforced? Because we're, yo, I'm telling you from the top to the bottom, there's so much corruption and there are good people in the system but these good people are also fleeing from the system in, in droves right now, from what I understand. They're people who have been fighting the good fight. But they, they may be a, yeah, yeah, the Canadian guy won. Um, Patrick King. Patrick King won. Um, well, Patrick King, thank you for bringing that up. <clears throat> Patrick King in Alberta, Canada, he, he basically, they were protesting the mask mandate. They, they were protesting the mask mandate and he got a ticket, he got a fine for, you know, 
a couple thousand dollars or something like that. So he came in and he basically wanted them to show cause for why, you know, they were doing this. And the, um, I can't remember what you called the actual people, the, uh, is it the minister, minister of health? The, um, the chief medical officer of health in Canada, in Alberta, Canada, was asked to um was it was asked to uh show proof that you know this virus was real and that it was doing what it was doing so uh and so when that happened the chief medical officer of health of Alberta Canada had to admit that it doesn't exist the uh, virus has never been isolated. When in, when a virus is isolated, to, to actually show that a virus exists, it has to be as to what what comes with isolation. Basically, take it from someone who's sick. It has to be isolated in like a petri dish or something like that. Put into let's say a primate. That primate has to get sick then they need to be able to take that virus or that pathogen from that primate and whatever, show it in another Petri dish. And that's how they show isolation. This thing has not been isolated. This thing, and it was proven in court. I don't have the uh, actual legal document right here, but it says on it that he was not that... um. That, that it doesn't exist in the way that we're being told that exists. And so that's a shit show, you know, but that's also a legal precedent. So these are the legal precedents that we need to pay attention to right now. Because, yo, when we tell you, like, they are coming, um, trying to tell you folks, they are not playing games right now because their narrative is falling apart so hard at this point. There are several... From Israel, we know that from Israel, from Massachusetts, and there might be other one situations where, where the um, people who have actually gotten the shot are turning up in the hospitals more. Okay, so that's, uh, you hear in the media they're saying that the people who have not received the shot are a majority of the hospital cases, but that's not what we're hearing. We're hearing that people who did get the shot, like sitting in Massachusetts, right? Let me see if I have that article anywhere. Um, No, I don't think I have it right here, but I think it was 75% of people who can't, of these positive cases in Massachusetts did actually receive the shot. Okay. So this whole thing is um their narrative is falling apart at this point. So they're raising the stakes. I just saw that I heard this, I called wind of this the other day. This is from the Guardian, theguardian.com. Full FDA approval of Pfizer COVID shot will enable vaccine requirements. So up until, 
Well, all these all these vaccine requirements have been illegal, especially based off of the emergency use authorization, because technically these different businesses, nobody, the government could not mandate that people get this shot. They could do it through the private sector, put pressure on the different corporations and say, hey, make sure that your employees get the shot, make sure that all your patrons get the shot, right? And show proof of it. But they couldn't actually enforce it because it was under emergency use authorization. But you see this headline right here. Full FDA approval of Pfizer COVID shot will enable vaccine requirements. So the the I'm hearing when I'm hearing word that this might be approved. Well, it's Monday already that this might be approved today. Game fucking changer, okay? So that means we need to the conversation needs to change as well. Let's see if this gives us any details. Now, as I'm reading this, I want you to read through the bullshit, okay? Because they're going to use language that makes you think that it's already here or that it's already going to happen. But let's just see what they actually say, okay? Peep the propaganda, read through the bullshit. This is how we have to read stuff right now so we understand more of what's actually going on. Full federal approval of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine will empower businesses and universities to require vaccinations and tip hesitant Americans toward getting the jab. Surgeon General Vivek Murphy said on Sunday, quote, we already know that there are many businesses and universities that have moved toward vaccine requirements, end quote, Murphy told CNN State of the Union, quote, and I think it's a very reasonable thing to do. To do to create a safe environment, end quote. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is trying to finish its licensing process for the life-saving drug as soon as Monday, New York Times has reported. So it's trying to finish its licensing process for the life-saving drug as soon as Monday. It's trying. Until now, the Pfizer shot has been administered under an emergency use authorization though experts continue to emphasize that it is safe and effective. Quote, we've given it to hundreds of millions of people, Murphy said. Quote, we've seen that it's doing its job and that, and that's why we're continuing to recommend that people get vaccinated starting today and as soon as they can. End quote. Um, uh, he's going on to the, the Delta variant. Uh-oh. As help now, peep game. As health misinformation continues to dog the pandemic response, some have started self-medicating with ivermectin, a drug intended for horses that the FDA has warned could lead to hospitalization. So I guess the cat's out of the bag now. People have been, you know, ivermectin, it, it might be a little more difficult to get it now, but there is a version of it that's dosed for horses. And it works on humans too. But they're letting us know that they're, they're letting us know that they know about that route to get this drug, 
ivermectin. If y'all been hearing it, just you can look into the information about ivermectin. It's it's been highly effective against it. It's an anti-parasitic, I believe. And that's funny because ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are two drugs that are um they they've been uh reported to have efficacy against this pathogen and they both kind of deal with parasites. So that's something just to, you know, think about for yourself. Quote, the best protection we have against COVID-19 is the vaccine. And if you get COVID-19, we actually do have treatments that work. End quote, Murphy said. These people, quote, ivermectin is not one of them. End quote. <sighs> These people are filthy, I'm telling you. Um, this, you know, I- I'm not going to read through this whole article. But I want to know, will this be passed today? You know, are we going to are we going to have the approval of the Pfizer? Because if they approve the Pfizer, then they're definitely going to approve the other ones at, at a certain point. Whew. He said, I wonder if it affects more gelins. Thank you, bro. Will it affect more gelins? That's a great question. I've been wondering that same thing. I've been wondering why these anti-parasitics are so effective in treating people right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. A submissive girl says, yes, only difference between human human drugs and animal drugs is the dosing. That's right. And... Something that um, my brother and I have been talking about for years. One of my one of my big homies and I has been talking about how certain drugs, like let's say, like um, uh, uh, insulin or something like that. You know, there's a lot of drugs that you can get for animals that you know, in a shit hits the fan situation, get the animal version of the drug. You don't need a prescription necessarily. Just keep that in your medicine toolkit just in case shit hits the fan and you need access to those drugs because they're the same exact thing. They just, you know, make them available for animals. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, So John says federal employees are all canned if non-vaxxed by November. Listen, folks. If you do not want to get the shot, make sure you do not quit your job. Do not quit. Make them fire you. Don't quit. Don't quit. I'm already hearing people walking off the job and walking. Nah, don't do that shit. Make them get rid of you. Keep coming to work until it's time to get rid of you. But don't don't make this shit easy for them. I'm telling you. This is some wild shit. These are wild times. That's why the first one I hit on was spiritual. You know, this is a spiritual war. So you have to prepare your spirit for what's coming next. If you're religious, that's great. That's your business. Read your book. You know what I'm saying? If you're more of a spiritual person and have no religious affiliation, you need to go deep down inside and find out who you are and prepare yourself for the fight that's up ahead because it's not going to be easy. It can be easy. So I don't want to say it's not going to be easy, but it it's very likely going to be challenging. Okay? So first thing you want to do is prepare yourself spiritually. 
You're preparing yourself spiritually and you're preparing yourself mentally for what's going on, right? For what's coming. So when I say prepare yourself mentally, you need to be able to mentally analyze so many different ways because it, it attached to the spirituality too because you need to mentally analyze the emotions that you are experiencing. Mentally analyze the emotions which you are experiencing. You also need to arm yourself with information. Arm yourself with information. Don't, don't go to the mainstream media for all your information because now it's about being able to articulate your points, right? It's one thing to know, okay, I don't want to get the shot. But then it's a whole other thing to now have to articulate that to somebody or explain it to somebody. Maybe you don't want to do that. Just maybe you might have to explain that to an employer one day why you don't want to get that shot. So you have to find the words to express yourself. You know, you have to find there's plenty of medical uh, research that's happened by this point. That lets us know that, okay, there's some dangers to it. Like I said, I just named how many? What was it? A dozen? Okay, let, let me see if I could pull this up. Let me see if I can pull this article up real quick. Here we go. It's from NewYorkTimes.com. <clears throat> Israel headline, oh, I can't see the whole article. Headline, Israeli data suggests possible waning in effectiveness of Pfizer vaccine. Okay, that's the headline from New York Times. Talking about this. Let me see if I can pull it up another way. So I could actually read the article a little bit. Kind of want to see what it has to say. Let's see if I can pull it up for y'all real quick. So, funny, it says the new numbers still show overwhelming strong protection against severe disease, but diminished effectiveness against infection. What does that mean? Protection against the disease, but diminished effectiveness against infection. So one thing that we need to understand, and this is from coming from the different doctors I've been listening to. Listen, I wish I could cite all the doctors, but you know, sometimes you just hear some shit. The headline is Israeli data suggests possible waning in effectiveness of Pfizer vaccine. This is from the New York Times. It says, as Israel struggles with a new surge of coronavirus cases, its health ministry reported on Thursday that although effectiveness of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine remains high against severe illness, its protection against infection by the coronavirus may have diminished significantly compared with this winter and early spring. Analyzing the government's national health statistics, researchers estimated that the Pfizer shot was just 39% effective against preventing infection in the country in late June and early July. 
compared with 95% from January to early April. In both time periods, however, the shot was more than 90% effective in preventing severe disease. Peace, peace. How you doing? Peace. I see you. So, you know, it's, I'm not even going to try to dance through all the bullshit that's in these type of articles, but they're telling us right here. They said 39% effective against preventing infection in Israel, in a country that was, you know, highly vaccinated, highly vaccinated. That's just one article, you know. I got a whole bunch of them over here. Not just articles, but, you know, medical journals, peer-reviewed papers, etc. And so that's what I mean, like the mental. You have to arm yourself with information so that you could articulate yourself. Oh, shit. Submissive girl said, yes, spiritual attack. VMAT2 is the nanotechnology neurotransmitter used to attack and neutralize the God gene. Yeah, the God gene. Yeah, the uh, the fun vax, the fundamental vax. And it's funny that I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. See, and this is why I love y'all because y'all are so intelligent. And, you know, so the, the fun vax that came out some years ago, I actually did a whole video on this too. And the... What's going around right now, because they want to get people away from even looking into that. There was a video going around with there's a guy giving a lecture. They said it's a, you know, somewhere in the government, the Pentagon or something like that. And in the newer versions of the videos that come out, it says Bill Gates on it. It's not Bill Gates. Never was Bill Gates. But now that that's come out, you see the fact checkers saying, oh, it's not Bill Gates. It's all bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But when you actually look into it, there's a whole PDF that goes along with that. And when you look at the PDF, shit kind of looks legit. Like if it's a hoax, someone took a lot of time to put that ruse together. But one thing with the um, – so the, the VMAT2 gene is what they're calling the God gene. And the God gene is basically, you know, it's – um. See people who are religious or who are having, you know, spiritual experiences, certain parts of the brain light up. And so the fun vax or the fundamental vaccine is supposed to attack that center of the brain and basically shut that off. And they were and, and that's supposed to be used to, you know, to combat fundamentalism, let's say in, in Islamic terrorism, right? So uh and how would they know that it's working? Because you would have less incidence of, of terrorist attacks in a, in a region where, you know, that, that type of thing is going down. So they talked about the different vectors that they would use to transmit it. One of them, one of them, they said that they would use aerosols, which is kind of freaky. They said that they would use aerosols and they said that they would use an adenovirus or an adenovirus as a vector to spread it. Well, what's in the J&J shot but a fucking adenovirus vector, you know? And the thing with that adenovirus vector, too, not only it, it goes into the respiratory system, but it also, it also breaches the blood-brain barrier. I think the other ones do, too, but definitely the adenovirus breaches the blood-brain barrier. And so, you know, 
when you see all these uh, vascular vascular injuries coming about after someone takes the shot, that's part of the reason why. Yeah, yeah, it was a presentation for, um, yeah, I don't know if it was a training or if it was to, uh, to present the idea to be further researched by the, the CIA. This guy might have been private sector or from a think tank or something like that. And he presented the information to some people who, you know, were allegedly in intelligence and they adopted the idea and they did the research. And if you look at the PDF, it shows there's a lot of stuff that's redacted, but you also see that there were, um, is plenty of information in there, you know? So that, that it just the irony that that would come up now with this shot, I don't think it's a coincidence, and so I think that they have to deflect from people looking into it by putting the Bill Gates title on it. It is not Bill Gates in the Fun Vax video. That shit is old video. That shit is like more than 10 years old now, I think, at this, at this point. So that's why I say, um, yeah, yeah, he said it was to control terrorists. Exactly. But you can just imagine the applications. Anybody who they consider a fundamentalist or he has certain ideas in their mind would be susceptible to this. And they said that they could use aerosols to do it, to spread it. They said that they gave it to monkeys and the monkeys lost the will. The monkeys eventually died. And when they look at why the monkey died, the monkeys died of starvation. Because starvation, because food brought them joy. Food was their fundamental thing. And they lost the will to live. That's what they said about those monkeys. So I, I take that shit seriously. <clears throat> yeah, it was something like that, Professor from MIT or something like that. I can't remember his name now. I have this information, uh, you know, somewhere, you know, in my archives. It's somewhere in there. This is from... BMJ, what's BMJ? It is a medical journal. Um, trying to see the actual name of the journal before I read this. It's a medical journal. This is published. 14 April 2021, thrombosis after COVID-19 vaccination, all right? The recent, the, the most, might, might most, in, might post-injection distribution of COVID-19 vaccines to the brain explain the rare fatal events of cerebral venous sinothrombosis, because there's a lot of that shit going on right now. Hold on for a second, folks. Damn, bro. What's up, bro? Where you at? All right, he's coming in a moment. Dear editor, the recent reports of cerebral venous sinus thrombosis following administration, administration of COVID-19 viral vector vaccines... AZ Oxford and J&J Jansen 
have a particularly clinical presentation, have a particular clinical presentation exhibiting hemorrhage, blood clots, and thrombocytopenia. This is wild shit. We previously proposed a mechanism one to two to explain the vaccine-induced prothrombotic immune thrombocytopenia and reported that the genetic COVID-19 vaccines, both viral and non-viral vector-based, may directly infect platelets or megacarcyos, triggering mRNA translation and consequent spike protein synthesis intracellularly. That's saying a mouthful right there, but it may directly infect platelets. So the platelets, that's the clotting factor right there. When your platelets are affected, that means you, when the platelets are affected, that means people can have issues with clotting, which goes, which uh, lines up directly with what they're talking about with uh, this thrombocytopenia. Um. Oh, yeah, and then the, the, the spike protein synthesis intracellularly, right? The, the spike protein synthesis intracellularly. So your cells producing spike protein. And we already talked about the shit show with the spike protein. I could pull up another paper that talks about that shit show. This may potentially result in an autoimmune response against platelets and megacarcyos. Autoimmune response against your fucking platelets. Autoimmune response against your ability to clot. (laughs) The consequent thrombocytopenia may lead to internal bleeding and spontaneous blood clots. We also propose that the increased circulatory levels of acute phase proteins as observed in the preclinical vaccine studies in animals may also be a contributory factor in putting the hemostatic system at an increased thrombotic potential. It's basically saying that it's making you more prone to blood clots systemically, systemic blood clots. The pharmacovigilance data confirm the CVST indices with all genetic vaccines, viral or non-viral vector. However, the regulatory authorities in their recent investigations reported that the CVST was unusually accompanied with thrombocytopenia in subjects injected with the COVID-19 viral vector vaccines such as AstraZeneca and J&J Janssen than those injected with the mRNA vaccines. We therefore looked at the preclinical studies of these vaccines to ascertain their biodistribution to body tissues, for, for instance, brain, beyond the injection site for a possible explanation of the rare fatal clots formed in the brain. I'm, I'm not going to read this whole article to you right now, but I just want you to understand that this is part of the conversation. Oh, shit. What have we here? What's up, brother, man? Uh-huh. Oh shit, my brother John and the Sonic Marine. What's good, soldier? I was listening to you. I was trying to get my ass over here, bro. Like um the fact that we're still entertaining this castration of, of, of services and shit. Like land of the free. Like 
And we're still walking. We're skipping towards the fucking nigga. We doing a big goddamn sprint towards the ledge, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo, fucking sprint. sprint trying to trying to beat the lemming in front of you, like. <laughs> you know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, though it, it's insane right now, and they're just raising the stakes. So get this FDA approval mm-hmm. Monday. Hey, you know, hopefully it doesn't go through. But if they get that, that's going to completely change the game because then they can actually mandate, you know, make vaccine mandates. They can't technically do it right now because it's emergency use authorization. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm trying to volume down real quick. Yeah, let me see which one you have. Which, uh, I'm trying to get this audio right. Right, right. Mm, mm, yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm just I'm reading this article right now, and I'm telling you, man, this is just one of the many articles that I have on deck. Damning article. For anybody that had any doubts, you know, just talking about the thrombocytopenia. The, the blood clots, the, the proportional tissue distribution of viral vectors in the body tissue away from the injection site uh, was likely to increase with time. However, biodistribution beyond 24-hour post-dose was not studied. Like, there are so many holes in the studies that were uh, submitted to get these things, even their emergency use authorization. I'm telling you, bro, and that's why so... Because I started this conversation. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me see if I can get you in here. Oh. I'm trying to, so I'm trying to plug, up, plug yeah. up our Bluetooth. I see. Um, Valkyrie Tactical asked if you ever hear of polyethylene glycol. Yes, I have. And from, from what I understand, for now, pay attention, folks. If you are allergic to polyethylene glycol or polysorbate, you need to watch when you receive. So you should do some homework on that and see what the CDC says about it. Okay. I know who you are. (laughs) Oh, Valkyrie. (laughs) This motherfucker. <laughs> but I'm trying to tell people they should look at what the CDC says. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what people should look up. Look up serum sickness, serum allergies. Okay? And see how they can maneuver. I hope y'all are paying attention. I hope y'all are taking notes right now. I ain't going to say it again. <laughs> you heard it, right, John? Mm-hmm. You heard what I said, right? Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I'm okay. saying this audio and shit. But because, yeah. Okay, good. But all that to say, so because you know the the name, the title of t- tonight's episode is "How to Beat the New World Order" with a question mark. We just throwing out suggestions, you know. But ooh, ooh. I'm sorry, before I jump the gun and shit and be that kid in class, fucking could you please carry on, sir. 
how to beat the new world order with the question mark. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Without a wet war. So, oh, um, that- <laughs> again i didn't say without a wet war i just i'm just listening man so and that's why tonight's episode might be one of the more dangerous episodes because ultimately ultimately you know like this is the most dangerous two hours in in radio this might be the most dangerous of the most dangerous two hours in radio because i feel like we just can't hold back at this point you know so mm-hmm. I started off with the spirituality, right? People got to get their spiritual shit in order, you know? People got whatever your spiritual practice is, your meditation practice, you have to be able to still your mind and be focused and not be subject to the fear that they're trying to inject in people right now. That's where the spiritual part comes in, you know what I'm saying? Be fearless in the face of adversity and tyranny, all right? And then the mental part, that's where we're at right now. The mental part where you have to be mentally prepared to assess the emotions that you're experiencing, but also you have to arm yourself with the right information. That's why I was, um, you know, I started reading off that medical journal right there. That's information right there. You know that these shits cause thrombocytopenia, that they cause an immune response that attacks your platelets, according to what they said. Not what Brother Cam or what Brother John said, to what this medical journal said. And I gave you the title of that medical journal, folks. You know? You remember back in the beginning of the pandemic when it was just like, we don't know if it's going to be safe. We need to make sure. Remember, motherfucker, everybody was shook. Mm-hmm. It was like a week or three days or some shit like that. Then, like, the, the propaganda just started pumping. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, ah, like, fuck it, whatever. Like, let's go. And then now we're at this stage. Yep. Federal fucking employees. I got a boy in a grapevine who guards coin, you know, guards the king's mm-hmm. car. Motherfucker said, mm-hmm. if you ain't vexed by fucking November 1st, November. I guess because of fiscal year, whatever the case may be, but I guess they get right. wrong. But it's Monday, what we hear today. Like, mm-hmm. raise muzzles at this point. You know what I mean? Like, 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 get your fucking combat marksmanship fucking stance ready, my guy. Because at the end of the day, like, it's not mm-hmm. going to stop. You're sitting here allowing. You and your legacy and your anyone you care about, like you're basically castrating yourself by com- complying with this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we enough, not enough people say like saying shit, bro. And it's like, oh, you bully other motherfuckers bullying other people to get like I'm. This is shit. I'm, I'm just like listening to earshot, like in, in close mm-hmm. box, like older fucking you know our elders and shit. Just like motherfuckers, y'all niggas live through through. Do a lot of shit. How y'all so right. all of a sudden? Oh, thank you. What the fuck has happened? Thank you, bro. 50, 60 years old. You got you, you, you never. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers used to march and do wild shit. Like, sit still. Like, you know what I mean? Like, check these niggas and they fit. What happened? As kids, too. They were like teenagers. You know what I mean? 20 year olds. But you know them twenty year teen year olds niggas. Them niggas had shirts, college shirts, yep. ties. They had a sense of flex when they walked mm-hmm. down the block. You know what I mean? They were mm-hmm. rooted through the fucking 
Fazarian produce entertainment absorbed this fucking culture. It's true. Yo, oh my God. Like you would hear them articulate themselves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Using words that we don't even use today. <laughs> you know what? I like a man, you time travel, walk down the block, have a bunch of niggas, wah, 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 like little quarter, quarter, throw you like, them niggas really like getting it and uh, shit on the block. But like, everybody, quote, like, they don't know us. You know, we ain't got no exposed tattoos. We just time travelers. Nigga, we just right. clean and shit. But like, just to absorb how culture really was. I like for me, you'd go back and look at all the goddamn. Dark ass fucking apostles and shit, you know what I mean? Oh, look right, at that. Right. Black Jesus. Like, Nazareth's translator and shit, because neither one of us did this. <laughs> Nazareth translator, right? <laughs> but, you know, like, <sighs> we're at the point, we're at the 11th hour, bro. People like, we're entertaining fucking lively mm -hmm. the Jeopardy. Yep, fucking less than lethal fucking shot. Less than mm -hmm. lethal vaccination. I mean, less than lethal virus. Sometimes. Oh right, right. <laughs> right. Like, it's just like, bro, bro, like, what the fuck? Why mm -hmm. we are not like you niggas would stop you. You would implement firearms laws just for fucking melanated individuals can't possess a firearm because you want to continue on yep. saving shit you're doing through through yes. decades. So now, why don't we take the same fucking approach? All oh, you Anglo-Saxons, all oh, you motherfuckers, get the fuck out them goddamn science. Like, you niggas is barred from going to school for fucking biogenetics or anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine that. See? Niggas can't go to school for science. Oh, yeah, he's white. No. Right, we not. We remember what happened. <laughs> 20, 2050, yeah. now remember what they did 2020. Never again, nigga. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're going to be a dustbin's man. Fuck that shit. Dustbinman, oh my god! <laughs> England go on with that shit. It's not a garbage man; it's a dustbinman. <laughs> dustbinman, the fuck? The whole thing. What you said, you fucked me up just now. Anyway. Hey, you told me that shit. I never heard of that. No, you, I tell you that shit. You know, yes. the fucking dustbin shit. Dustbin. You throw in the fucking trash. That was. Fucking garbage, nigga. Ain't no fucking dust. Ain't no dust in there. <laughs> Barely any dust. <laughs> like, what's the real, like, that ass though, but like, if we would entertain a fucking, uh, uh, an approach, all right, look at your track record. Like, look at, look at, look at Iran. Iran, you niggas can't even have motherfucking goddamn nuclear power to fucking have infrastructure, let alone a weapon. Now, right. why do the same approach to motherfucking Gazarians with money? How about we fucking put a fucking, uh, 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 you like giving Marxism and socialism fucking ideologies to other populations? Why don't we fucking set all you niggas at a fixed pay rate? Regardless, and now, goofy as that would sound, like, how can you, people have their own best interests, like, their own businesses? Your people are fucked up. You know what I mean? Like your you ethos. Right. You know what I mean? This is not just one, but just for fucking. If we see a habit and you don't change it, where's the course correction? Look at look at where we're at now. We're fucking niggas wearing masks around their fucking faces, depriving their fucking brains of oxygen, and then wonder why we have let this shit has gotten fucking fast tracked down mm -hmm. dummy lane. Mm -hmm. they, they right. And the thing they walking down a the block by themselves with the mask on. They've won. Oh, they've won. 
dude, you, when you, the way you see people walking down the street with these masks right now, like they're stuck on stupid, like they done went to full retard, and you're like, I, I done had motherfuckers like walking towards me and like not can't even veer off the course of getting slapped in their face, like nigga, you almost got hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, walk on the right side of the sidewalk. Let me walk on my right side. Like, completely oblivious to what's going on. Don't let them have fucking ear pods in their ear. I'm telling you, man, they're drones, bro. This is like a notch above Walking Dead type shit. It is a notch above Walking This is the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Because they're fucking, you know what I mean? No situation of where it is. You could just fucking crack a nigga in the jaw and take his money and shit two feet from him. Stand up. You got to ask a motherfucker for a light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Turn around and put his hand back in his phone and shit. Ah, like. if, you could, yo, if the cop asked them what did he look like, they couldn't <laughs> even tell them. It, uh, he, he, was, he was a shadow. He was, he was black. <laughs> right out the gate. Right out the fucking right gate. I think. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go with black. I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to say. Like, I'm gonna go with no. black. He's like, once you go black, you never go back. Right, exactly. <laughs> Put out an ABB for a nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> anyone to do? Fuck it, bro. This world, bro. These people, bro. Like, imagine all of them. Let's entertain that banning a, a fucking. Genetic, like, re, like, gain of from all this shit that we found over the years. We talk about, oh, yeah. earlier, a conspiracy, a hoax to prove something was a hoax. I forgot what you said. I was like, nigga, fucking look at the goddamn the, the protocols. That's a hell of a hoax that they wrote in the P- oh, PDF, is what you said. You oh, something. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It uh-huh. took a lot of effort. I was like, yeah, well, look at the effort that we living in on the protocols design in this day and age. You think that shit's still a hoax? Right. People still think it's a hoax. <laughs> what you mean? It says word for word shit that we're going through, and people still think it's a hoax. Look, look at this one. This article, I know I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this came out at April 30th, 2021 from the Salk Institute. If y'all don't know the Salk Institute, get familiar with it. This is like a polio virus. Yeah, some shit like that. So, <laughs> So this this is the headline, folks. I hope you're taking notes. The novel coronavirus spike protein plays additional key role in illness. We done talked about this before. We don't need to go over it again tonight. But I just want to read this. The, the paper published on April 30th, 2021 in Circulation Research also shows conclusively that COVID-19 is a vascular disease demonstrating exactly how the SARS-CoV-2 virus damages and attacks the vascular system on a cellular level. The findings help explain COVID-19's wide variety of seemingly unconnected complications and could open the door for new research into effective therapies. I'm just going to read this because it's a quote, actually. Um, Quote, a lot of people think of it as a respiratory disease, but it's really a vascular disease, end quote, says assistant research professor Yuri Manor, who is co-senior author of the study. Quote, that could explain why some people have strokes and why some people have issues in other parts of the body. The commonality between them is that they all have vascular underpinnings, 
end quote. So this is coming from the Salk Institute. The Salk Institute, these are people that they, they are vaccinologists, they are virologists, you know. These are people are the the standard for what we understand as vaccine technology in the 21st century right now. Okay, so this is the type of thing. These are the type of papers when we say you need to arm yourself with information so that you can speak intelligently to people who don't understand. It has the news has CNN told you once that this thing is a vascular disease, ladies and gentlemen. Has CNN told you? Has MSNBC told you? Has Fox yeah. News told you that this is a vascular disease, not a respiratory disease? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, buddy. I was about, yeah, you said it. You said it. You said it. You said not a respiratory <laughs> disease. Mm-hmm. Not a respiratory, a vascular disease. And that's why when people get the shot with this spike protein that's running now rampant through their bodies, because it doesn't stay in the injection site, according to the last paper that we read, right? The last medical journal that we read, it doesn't stay in the injection site. It goes throughout the body. We know from doctors like Dr. like Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA technology, and um, Dr. Byron Bridal, you know, virologist and professor uh, over in Canada. It goes to the spike protein, goes to the um, kidneys, liver, spleen, heart, lungs, the brain, because it, it doesn't just breach the blood-brain barrier. It rips a hole in that motherfucker, okay? Mm-hmm. And it goes to the ovaries. The biodistribution peaks in the ovaries, okay? So what's that doing to the reproduction of young women and young men? Because it goes to the testes as well. You said what reproduction? Not for these niggas. <laughs> right. Shit, bro, like these motherfuckers out here championing for this shit that you, you niggas can't trust the government 364 days a fucking year. Right. Make a chance on one, like knock yep. it off. This is another thing that pisses me the fuck off. Like, what pisses me off is like, you know, hold on, let me get my fucking thought right because it was back to the fucking barring all these motherfuckers from even understanding. You know what I mean? Like, we have web like virus after virus every fucking year. We fund this shit without question. Like, mm-hmm. imagine a world where. Instead of like, oh, there's too many people, there's this there's, there's, there's consumers and there's just fucking feeders and there's not producers and just too many gotta call the herd. All that fucking rhetoric. Imagine mm-hmm. oh, that's not enough. We need we need better sisters. We need fucking stronger people. Imagine if we fucking had people on some old Kryptonian scientists and I'm gonna make my child stronger. I'm gonna fucking, you know what I mean? Let's try to make people smarter. Imagine you got a fucking hundred motherfuckers that figure out some shit that you niggas ain't fucking thought of that you couldn't fucking, you know what I mean? Like some old goodwill hunting shit in the in the in the, in the, in the right. you know what I mean? Just like fucking enriching environments with the use of learned fucking beneficial fucking science. Like imagine, bro. Like if you just like instead of fucking trying to kill everybody. Thank you. It always comes down to weaponization. Whatever they do, nuclear energy. You think nuclear power wasn't a thought? Like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could power these cities on clean nuclear energy where we don't have toxic waste and shit that'll destroy the planet? But no, the first thing they want to do is create a fucking bomb to devastate. Like, I wonder how big of a city we could could destroy with this weapon. You know what I mean? 
Um, oh yeah, I'm just looking at these fucking papers. Oh, <laughs> yo, the the yo, when I tell you, there's so much information. I, I just pull up a PDF. I don't even know the fuck. Journal of Stroke and Cerebral Diseases. Journal of what? Of stroke and cere cerebral vascular diseases. So, I don't even know how I got to that. You know what I mean? That's, I'm just looking. I'm helping just harm, man. What's this motherfucker's vested interest in the research producing? I don't know. I just closed it out. He said, fuck him where he breathes. Let's keep him <laughs> <laughs> you No, know, look, this one um, from National Library of Medicine, pub, pubmed.gov, okay? This is uh, NIH shit, I think. This is, yeah, yeah, NIH. B headline. This is the, excuse me, the article title. Be aware of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. There's more than meets the eye. And, you know, what are you talking about? <coughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I got an idea for us. <coughs> to make money off of this very subject. Go ahead, bro. What you got? We should make a fucking non-vaccinated dating site. And challenge these niggas to try to use our fucking database as a registry and we sue the fuck out these niggas. <laughs> but imagine that. And these niggas keep getting their booster shots during the trials of them trying to fucking shut down our non vaccinated website and all these fucking vaccinated motherfuckers get sickly and wean off anyway. Like, ah, accelerated. Now we sit here stuck, like, oh yeah, I guess we're not getting arrested. They're not getting fucking, fucking <laughs> smited and shit. You know what I mean? Everybody else is fucking. Right. In the world, like they're fucking right. <laughs> and shit, bro. Like you're the only ones left. Oh, you can still reproduce. That's great, type of shit. I still want to make a non-vaccinated. Like that's gonna come a thing. Like all right, y'all oh, keep yeah. talking about the fucking. We can't go in this place. We can't go in that place. There needs to be a fucking balance because, like, people need to be. That's like that's a person's right to know if like, I don't want to be oh, with yeah. like, I don't want to breathe with that bitch. That's like, oh, I'm not going to tell you if, I, if she has HIV or, or cooties. Take the same tenacity as this nasty shit mm -hmm. you've been passing around since the 80s. Yep. Like, 70s. Yep. Shit. Like, fix this shit. Yep. What's up? Yo, this thing is, is devastating people's immune systems. That's another thing. Leaving them susceptible to all kind of shit, um, from what I understand. Because okay, let's say people let's say let's say people come in contact with this pathogen and grow in natural immunity. The way the immune system works, they're good. They should be good until the day they die. Technically, people who get the shot though, people who get the shot, it's doing something different to their immune system and it's completely crippling it and making them more susceptible. It's not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, um, let me just read this abstract because this is interesting, right? It says, be aware of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. There's more than meets the eye. This was published on, where's the date? I don't even see the date. Oh, yeah, May, June 2021. This is, again, PubMed, pubmed.ncbi.it. It's an NIH shit, Okay. Abstract, the COVID-19 pandemic necessitated the rapid production of vaccines aimed at the production of neutralizing antibodies against the COVID-19 spike protein required for the coronavirus binding to target cells. 
The best well-known vaccines have utilized either mRNA or adenovirus vector to direct human cells to produce the spike protein against which the body produces mostly neutralizing antibodies. However, <clears throat> recent reports have raised some skepticism as to the biological action, the biologic actions of the spike protein and the types of antibodies produced. One paper reported that certain antibodies in the blood of infected patients appear to change the shape of the spike protein so as to make it more likely to bind to cells, while other papers show that the spike protein by itself, without being part of the coronavirus, can damage endothelial cells and disrupt the blood-brain barrier. These findings may, e be, may be even more relevant to the pathogenesis of long COVID syndrome that may affect as many as 50% of those infected with SARS-CoV-2. COVID-19, a response to anti, excuse me, a response to oxidative stress is required by increasing antioxidant enzymes. In this regard, it is known that polyphenols are natural antioxidants with multiple health effects. Hence, there are even more reasons to intervene with the use of antioxidant compounds such as lutein, in addition to available vaccines and anti-inflammatory drugs to prevent harmful actions of the spike protein. The fucking spike protein, folks. Again, the spike protein is the problem. Different paper talking about it, but they want to inject people with this spike protein, bro? <laughs> the fact that Australia just straight cucked the fuck out as a country and let them do that to 24,000 of their children in a stadium? No parents allowed? No parents oh, yeah. allowed? We'll watch from the parking lot. Just <laughs> poke our children in all their holes. What the fuck logic? No one's mad? Ain't nobody figure out how to fucking machine lay the fucking ad hoc do-it-yourself rifle projectile fire weapon? Like, Nigga, you ain't got an airsoft gun? Like, you ain't got a goddamn pellet gun shit? Like, get an air compressor, man, go to, go to Home Depot and do some damage and shit. Like, I hear Yo, shit. brother, <laughs> brother, I seen a video in Australia. I believe it was Australia. This father, this shit was fucking horrific to watch. The father brought his little girl. She had to be, you know, probably seven, eight years old, was holding her. Brought her to the hospital for whatever was going to be done. The police are surrounding him now. He doesn't want to let her go. She doesn't want to leave her father. She doesn't want to get the shot. The medical professionals are over there. He puts the girl down. She's fucking on the ground. They're dragging her into the room. And the father allows himself to be surrounded and subdued by the officers while he's there screaming for his daughter. Nigga, you brought, you walked her in to the fucking hospital to let this happen. The fear he had of the state did not surpass the love he had for his daughter's safety. That's where we're at right now. This motherfucker brought his little girl. Nigga, are you kidding me? What? Like you I always, always Like I always <laughs> say, these niggas out here, whole fucking landed a functioning retard. These niggas is fucking... Uh, fucking man child. These niggas got car keys and keys to doors and locks and supposed to be trusted with competence. These motherfuckers are out here. Anybody could just have a child and shit nowadays. You meet another dumb motherfucker on your level, you fuck, you know what I mean? Or if you got something kind of whatever the case, even not, not so. What you gotta do, ooh, and now you got a human being. 
in this world that you're supposed to fucking look after, bro, and protect mm-hmm. that shit. But you out here incompetent in that aspect as well, failing your fucking due diligence as a father, man. Mm-hmm. Are you not seeing that fucking variable possibly happening to you, my nigga? Yo. Yo. Let his daughter just get a little girl, little girl, just get taken away, little girl in a dress, you know what I'm saying? Just get dragged off screaming, screaming. You fucking keep, I would have, nigga. <laughs> One, my little girl wouldn't be at that hospital for some shit like that. And two, in the event that that happened, all of them motherfuckers would have been laid to waste. They, oh, nah, no fucking way. No way in hell. When the pro- I be thinking about that shit a lot. Like if it was like, you know what I mean? Everybody got their moments and shit. Like that fucking that 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 button. Like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You got the uniform or not? You can get this work type of shit. You got one of those moments. Everybody has that fucking scenario in their mind. It's like ah, oh, enough, enough. And then you know what I mean? Like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth and you right. freeze like a fucking rat. <laughs> exactly. But either you're that person or you got that life. And it's fucking muscle memory. You know what right. I mean? Like the fact that you like, ah, it's like in that situation yeah. with that father and that daughter, imagine that a million times over across the yes. planet, bro. Yeah. Because bro. these motherfuckers ain't got the tenacity. Like I be seeing this shit and I observe human behavior, even in traffic. I observe mm-hmm. it. I've been alone my whole life. I observe like these fucking simpletons. Just like no situation awareness. No fucking goddamn competency behind a wheel. You got a fucking piece of machine just oblivious in your phone and your ass right. and your nose. Like, what the fuck were your hands at? Like, type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But these motherfuckers, bro, are gonna fucking, like, it's gonna be crazy, bro, when this shit goes down, bro. Like, I just lost my train of thought. It's like a specific, he was very, it was a it's a very specific point, but I'm playing. I'm squeezing his fucking ears. And it just saluted me. It's gonna come back in a minute. But. Yo, but you you remember um when that blackout happened in New York a, a few years back, right? It was like the 45th or 47th anniversary to the day of another one, some shit, right? And my friend just happened to be in the area of New York where it happened. And she said, motherfuckers lost their mind. Like, as soon as the power went out, motherfuckers were dizzy, walking on the side while everyone was walking every which way. The cars forgot how to drive. You had a fucking crackhead in the street directing traffic. Like, shit was pandemonium. Dead ass. You know what I'm saying? You had a crackhead, a fiend directing traffic. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm relevant now. Right. You got the same amount of money in the bank I got, nigga. Nothing works. What's the dude's name in the PJs? What was his name? What was his oh name? God. That was Eddie Murphy's shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, Smokey. Smokey. <laughs> Smokey. <laughs> now wait your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> we all gonna get home. You just gotta wait your turn. <laughs> Type of yeah. shit. That shit, bro. <laughs> that, but for real, but that, again, again, in a situation like that, that's the motherfucker that's got sense. You know what I'm saying? He because again, he's observing people all day long. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't have the doesn't have the creature comforts. You know what I'm saying? Probably the ribs touching his back. You know what I'm saying? Type of shit. So 
all he can do is observe and feel and you know what I'm saying is watching these motherfuckers going about in their daily business and now there's a situation where he sees clearly they don't got it you know what I'm saying this is the walking dead let me step in and do my civic duty so that there's not pandemonium in front of me he is the clarity of mind to see that and to leap into action you know what I'm saying? So, in essence, he's more useful than how many motherfuckers? Nobody else thought to do that. Nobody else thought to bring order to the situation. They, like you said, man, these motherfuckers be walking down the street, walking down the sidewalk, dizzy. <laughs> I'm an IT programmer. Right. <laughs> I, I wrote JavaScript. Motherfucker shot in the chest. Oh, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't train this nigga. Come on, why you gotta be so trigger heavy, Jeff? Like, what was your job like? I was an influencer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. All them niggas be done up, bro. Wind up like hogs and shit, bro. Like, right. Yeah, bro. like Islamic State. Right, like Islamic State did to uh <laughs> all those motherfuckers. The whole Iraqi military. Yo, are there any Uyghurs left? There's like 10 of them, and I think they're in New York. I hate that you said that and made my neck just... That was an honest reaction. My shit just yanked. I'm sorry. No, I'd be saying savage shit. Like, the later it gets, like, the, the more the filter just comes off. Mm-hmm. He said, stop looking. Stop looking at them. Stop look, like, look at them. Like, they interviewed me on the, on the fucking news, bro. I know. I want to see it. I ain't even watch that shit yet. I was so angry, bro. I ain't even watch the interview. It was like three minutes and thirty seconds and shit. Yo, so let me let me go back to the beginning of this show, okay? My brother, what what do you feel? How do you feel about this whole shit that's going on with Afghanistan right now? It's a double-edged coin with me. Because on one aspect, you know what I mean, like I spent a big portion of my life. I mean a lot a lot of my dog life over there. I was like over there for two two Four years, three years. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what equity you put in here. People say they go there for a job and shit, but like, you, you create relationships with these people, bro. And then, like, you realize these motherfuckers, and not everybody's goddamn bad. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, all cops bad. You know what I mean? All Afghans bad or all Iraq is bad. Right, right. All Palestinians bad. They just want to be left alone as an infrastructure in their country type of shit. But let's not talk about that right now. Like, you see that, and then you fucking, you, you're like, yo, all this in vain for nothing. You niggas dropped y'all fucking, like, we gave you niggas so much fucking support for 20 years. But then again, on the flip side, they wasn't getting, they wasn't, you know what I mean, wasn't allegedly getting paid and shit like that. But the fact that you motherfuckers leave and, like, all that work for nothing, y'all had it in the bag. Fuck dropped the bag. Y'all fum, fuck fumbled the bag. Y'all took razor blades and on the count of three, like a fucking pinata at the bottom, bro. Like, right. you gave these niggas all them got, like, these niggas had them goddamn firearms. Yo, bro, you see that? We are, why couldn't they just dump crates of Kalashnikovs off to Americans the same way? Like, here you go, full room full of AKs and 50 cows and shit. This is the thing, though. Now that the Americans are out of Afghanistan, it's free game for us to become NGOs and go take a scoot over there and go pick up some fucking 
And there are, are some, some, some helicopters and shit. I want me a little bird. I want me like a, a MD 500 little bird, a little helicopter and shit. Where, you know, four men. You ever seen them shits like Black Hawk down, like the small mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. Those are, are MD 500s. Oh, like I've seen them in New York. Yeah, nah, yeah, them shit's quick. Then they got, but like, I want to get a couple of those. That's what the Afghans got. The motherfucking Taliban got them shits. They got fucking surveillance drones, cruiser weapons. They got fucking MRAPs. MRAPs, bro. Like, yo, I mean, okay. <laughs> Americans didn't even have MRAPs in Afghanistan in the beginning of the war. Fuck no, nigga. I had a goddamn fucking, a non armored fucking, fucking Toyota Hilux. Going right. from Bagram to motherfucking goddamn couple. I can tell you this shit now because this shit is over with. Fuck it. I got stories for days. Like, days. Like, niggas, like, you just make up from North. Niggas don't even believe my life experience, bro. I work for the Department of Homeland Security, 17. Like, <laughs> like anyway, left that shit. I want to be rude. Anyway, long story short. Like, I'm driving from Bagram one day. Get off me, excuse me. I'm driving from Bagram. I had to get to Bagram and shit uh, to the fucking Kabul. So niggas wasn't giving a ride and shit. Found me going to the Bilux. Me and another motherfucker and an Indian dude who spoke Pashto and Dhaki. was our translator. He was a TCN, third country national. So fuck it. I had all my gear and shit. I was at the goddamn Green Bean. He was at the USO on Disney on Bagram. That's what the route. Mm. That was the, uh, the, the road Disney and shit on Bagram was at the USO and shit. And I met this motherfucker. I ain't gonna say his name. I back up to Like, it's cool, motherfucker. My motherfucker don't like this. He was like, where you going, bro? I said, I'm trying to get my ass to fucking Kabul. This is when I just got to Afghanistan. <laughs> I, just, I was in Afghanistan for like, probably like two months and shit. Bagram, I was like, I hate the fuck out of here. I get off the base. So I was going to Kabul. Couldn't get a bribe. Long story short, we drank some coffee. We made some phone calls. <laughs> Lo and behold, we got our asses a fucking a vehicle. It wasn't armored, just a fucking Toyota Hilux. They don't even allow you to have them here in this country because it's such a right. fucking awesome vehicle. These right. little high fucking suspension Toyota. That's why the Taliban got all them fucking fucking anti air anti aircraft fucking guns mm-hmm. and shit on highlights and them fucking shot them fucking suspensions and beasts bro don't 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 like that's what mm-hmm. they don't want they don't want you to have that here right but anyway <clears throat> so you don't want I'm making a long story shit so we going down to fucking uh cobble and as soon as we leave out the gate I'm like oh shit this first time me out I was you know what I mean I'm like wow this shit all fucking debris tanks blowing up and shit it's like dirt roads and shit it ain't like the fucking movies nigga. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, this is cool. This is a beautiful fucking place. Like the mountain is a beautiful fucking place, but just war torn, nigga. Like you see that shit. Like we rode up on a motherfucking checkpoint. <laughs> fucking ANA. These fucking scoundrels almost fucking killed my ass, bro. I was in the backseat. It was all three of us. I was in the backseat. I was armed. Old boy was right here. And my man, my man was uh Fucking interpreter, he was driving and shit. These niggas had the dushka swung that shit on the hood and pointed at the truck. I said, Oh my god, it's a dushka, it's a fucking 12.7 millimeter fucking Russian equivalent to the fucking 50 cal my deuce. Damn, so <laughs> like, 
Yeah, it's a big fuck. I got one right there. It's a, it's a big fucking round. It's not gonna. I'm scared. I'm like, oh, I like, nigga, I just got a base. Like, goddamn, like not like this, <laughs> <laughs> not like this. <laughs> like, and my man's talking to him and shit. Like, yeah, he trying to open the door, get him to open the door and shit. And he's telling me he was like, bro, he put his pistol underneath his arm. And he was like, he has a pistol like this dude ain't saying he's trying to get the fucking door open and shit. Like, he's like, why are you stopping it? Why are you stopping showing the credentials? I'm showing my credentials. Turpin got his credentials and shit. Like, and I, like acting, acting sus. I'm like, oh my God, though. I don't want to die like this. And I'm staring at that motherfucking muzzle on that motherfucker like a, like a little White Castle hamburger. The motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look at the dust. Look at the fucking Russian dust. Like, she's like a fucking space gun. You fucking heat red. So he gets the door open and sees the pistol. My man, my man had it ready, ready. Like sitting here like this and shit. Like, fuck, now he spoke perfect English. The nigga spoke perfect fucking English. He <laughs> got the door open. He said, Why are you stopping us? He looked down. He, like, he said, Tell him to look to fucking lower that fucking weapon. And he had a fit. He was up on a fucking, like a little fucking, like a little. Mountain on, on top of a little fucking hut. It was like a fucking Pesco mm-hmm. barriers and shit. I said, I don't want to die like that. I don't want to fucking die like that. Just turn the fucking confetti. Right. <laughs> and this is what they do. You got to keep like gold and silver in certain countries and shit, like little fucking bars of gold and shit, little silver. But we got out of that shit. Then we kept moving. We were just talking about that shit. I was, that shit fucked me. I was like, oh, I don't like these niggas. Uh, <laughs> I was the first. I was like, ah, I was the first time. And shit. Mm, mm, whole mm. other situation. So we got this safe and shit, but Damn. I ended up fucking creating the opportunity to fucking. Yeah, let me shut up. Let me not tell about that. Let me not tell about that. Yo, I'm looking at the Dushka right now. That shit is crazy looking. Crazy <laughs> that shit, nigga. I was scared to die. He swung that shit on me. I said, "Oh my god!" Like. No, not like that. Oh, and I was, you no, know, I was, I was, I was looking at the uh, video um, on a fucking goddamn. Uh, I posted on, on my on my Instagram and shit. When I was fucking around in one of the offices and shit, me and my man Dom was playing pranks on one of the other workers, the logistic workers. <laughs> I had old used tampon, old fake tampon, and tossed it on that shit. Surgical decision. Oh, I but, saw that shit. Yeah, but like he he hit me with the comment, and I saw it at the bottom. He was, you remember that time you see you still got that audio. That podcast you was trying to, when you was filming when, when they were shooting at us. Mm. I, that oh, that was your homie? That was him. That was, oh. He was with me that day. I told you about that yeah, shit. Yeah, you right? told me about that shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, flashback. You right. said you saw the tracer around, right? That's so, that's, yeah. Niggas got married. Somebody get married. I was like, somebody's fucking or not. Slid on me and slid on the fucking roof. We hit the gravel giggling like fucking children. Like, <laughs> I was fucking not. Did you see that shot? Like, my Heineken's in our hands. Like, illegal as hell. Can't have no can of drinks. I was like, fuck that. Niggas come to me with all sorts. I need my weapons fixed. I'm like, you don't have the proper paperwork. It's come back 18 I'm gonna create a fucking stoly niche. I'm like, bro, I'm back later. Like, <laughs> like, ended up fucking, yeah, I had a good time back in Afghanistan, man. Anyway, 
Yeah, bro. So, I'm sorry. No, no, no. So, so that's it, man. That, that you know, because we're talking about how to beat the new world order, right? So we're talking about the spiritual part, right? Get yourself right spiritually. Prepare yourself for this shit. Mentally, you got to skill up. Get yourself some skills, some marketable skills, something that you can use to survive. Go ahead, bro. No, no, I'm just not because I want to lose train of thought. Because you, you just said that you talking about these these opportunities. What about a petition? Like we always talk about, like the taxing. Uh, we get enough people to sign up, or we articulate a petition to fucking like we always talk. About, I was talking about weaning away the fucking the the fucking politicians, like having the mm-hmm. census go door to door to redistribute mm-hmm. purpose of the census. We need you to find out. We need to know what you want your tax dollars for this state to be spent on. What foreign policy do you agree with or disagree with? You know what I mean? As a collective or a federal, you know what I mean? It's like, imagine, right. and it had to wait. It held up. The process took 30 days. You got niggas on the block slinging fucking, fucking rocks and coke and all this bullshit and shit. Put your ass to work. I have a sense of purpose. Mm. Whatever you do on the side, you do on the side. But imagine that sense of fucking uh, um camaraderie after work these all motherfuckers oh yeah so i i did this this is my quote i made this high yeah i got my fucking numbers up ah they drink around drinking after hours and shit that creates right. camaraderie and a sense of pride as an america now you got something to be proud about nigga you already asked some questions hard questions now you create a healthy financial fucking country a responsible Financial country, you know what I mean? A citizen, whatever the fuck you are, articulate, but niggas ain't out here sloppy, just spending oops money. We don't know where the black budget bullshit went. Like, right, right. Ah, nigga, we out here going to places we don't need to be. So, we just want to do creative shit with their time, not fucking go hee haw for indigenous servitude. Kick off. So, so even what you said, that's jumping ahead because that needs to come too. That's jumping out. I made a whole little list of things, you know? <laughs> so one thing is archive, archive all accounts of injuries in anticipation of war crimes tribunals. So all this information that's available online, the different videos of the people going through the vaccine injuries with the tremors and all that shit, people should be keeping that and not just to repost it, but to archive it because there's going to be war, war crime shit coming up. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when, but it's in the works right now. And we have enough information to show that it's crimes against humanity in Mm -hmm. violation of the Geneva Code. The Geneva Code, if nothing else, number one says that you cannot, you know, give people something. You cannot do human experimentation and there has to be informed consent. All that shit that we just talked about previously about the thrombocytopenia and all that stuff, despite (laughs) If people aren't given, haven't been given informed consent that they could be injured in that manner, uh, what these niggas gonna be like? What? What? Wait, Your Honor. What do you mean we didn't inform them? We propagandized everything we wanted to do to these motherfuckers in our cinemas, and they bought the tickets. They bought a DVD. I mean, the right. message was there. <laughs> Come on, we gotta let us walk. Come on, we right. thought this out. Type of shit. Right. Right. So this is going to fast forward even to your point again. Right. So one one thing, find like minded individuals. You might have to go at it alone, but it's better to have a support system, even if it's a loose support system. Okay, you know, whether it's online, you see what happened 
you had um, in Facebook, they had a group of people who had been injured by this particular <laughs> shot. 200,000, over 200,000 people were in this group. Oh, yeah. That's all the motherfuckers, bro. That's in the bears, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, in bears, it's even more. Bears is like, okay, bears right now, there's um, how many? Over, I think over 500,000 injured and 11,000 deaths or 12,000 deaths. But the thing is, bears is only about 1%, 1 to 10% of actual injuries. So, you know, 500,000 is how many people? That's what? Five, fifty, I don't know, 50, 50 million or five point something million, some shit like that. And then deaths is probably a million and change, you know? And you, you see this lawsuit that came out. So there's someone doing a lawsuit. This guy, Tom Renz, he's got a CDC whistleblower. And the CDC whistleblower says that through their system, I think it's V-Safe, 45,000 deaths have, they, they were able to calculate between people who got the shot, um, between one and three days, 45,000 deaths. They didn't go out to five days a week, a one month. In three days. One to three days, 45,000 deaths for sure through the system. And that's still number, that number is still small, but that's something that's quantifiable that can, that they can account for those numbers. Because the, the, the VAERS data is all fucked up. Go ahead. You know, the CIA some pussies, bro. <clears throat> mm, talk about it. I'm talking about the fact that we all, I know it's a bunch of good guys in there, a bunch of good Mr. Lynches and Mrs. Lynches and fucking right. arms and shit, but like, <laughs> I hung out with some cool people, like, but the fact that y'all ain't got a fucking <clears throat> water cooler plot to fucking help us, motherfucker. I know some of y'all niggas got a contingency, y'all the brewing as in a crock pot like oxtails. Like, come on, we need a win, bro. This is this is war. This is fucking what's it like? What, what old boys say in the fucking humanitarian documentary? Oh, it was oh yeah, soul genocide. Some shit. Yeah. How the fuck did he, did he say it? And they ran, they made him run it back. Oh yeah, he said. Oh yeah, yeah, he said it was um. The a humane form of genocide. <laughs> what? Samrit, right? Samrit. You can't make this shit up, bro. And no one's quite like our elders. I'm, I'm mad at our elders. I got the shot. Like, damn, I can't tell you if you were shaking before or after. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> like is that Parkinson's or is that side effects? <laughs> To be the Titans. Right. Might be both type of shit. Be both. You suck this cylinders up. Might be both. Do use disease, baby. Dude. So but what you just what you just said though brings us to the next one. That this is why I fuck with my brother John, man. This could just be hitting shit on the head. That's the next one. Police, law enforcement, intelligence. Yo, listen, they are coming after cops right now. They want cops to get this thing. And if law enforcement, if police get it, then it's a problem because the police are the last line of defense between us and tyranny. If police have to comply with this shit, then it's up to the people. 
<laughs> you see how that works? <laughs> you, you know what's even fucking fucked up worse than that? The fact that these niggas are gonna comply because that pension is involved. They ain't compromising that motherfucking financial stability. They don't even do it for uh, fucking corrupt officers. Right. Now, you something individually per badge number? Right. That Marine, uh, that Marine fire lieutenant commander in New York. We're not, we're going to fucking do the investigation over because I don't trust you motherfuckers, you. That guy. I know he ain't. It's like 56% of fucking FDNY ain't even fucking taking this shot. Yeah. They ain't firefighter. I'm like, hey. Yeah, right. bro. See? So and that's what that's, that's a line of defense, and they ain't, they openly like fuck that. Yeah, and see, so that's where we need to be right now. You know, like I'm telling you, fi- firefighters, police, FBI, CIA, military, all y'all motherfuckers need to say no, because if y'all succumb to this and y'all fold. Then it comes down to the people, and that's who they're gonna put against the people. Look, because you know who else comes after that, right? Who's right in that? Judges. Oh yeah, yeah. right. They're trying to make the judges get it. What happens if all federal judges have to get the shot? The judges are either if they don't want to get it, they'll fucking it'll be a fucking coup d'état. Exactly. A judicial, a judicial coup d'etat in the United States government. Something never before seen or has it because they snuff information like a motherfucker. But, mm-hmm. oh damn, I, get, I stay forgetting my shit. I was just about to say something. Fucking, uh, it'll come back to me. So come back to me. Carry on, bro. So I'm just looking, um, I'm, I'm looking for, um, here we go. Because we know a lot of these judges have already been compromised, but what about the ones who haven't? Oh, go ahead. That's what I was going to say. So fucking, go ahead. We got some angels. Oh, shit. Hold on. Maybe the United States has some fucking angels. Like, we talk about the fucking agency boys and girls ain't doing shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got some hardcore charges out there. Like, imagine they were like, all right, we know these Americans have to get these shots. Let's just switch them out. Like, yeah, they could do sticky. MI5 shit, like they could switch out some fucking shit with placebo or, or saline or whatever. Like, imagine that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, knowing the location of where vaccines are heading and then switching out all the vials and shit like that. You know how it's like they got resources, they got fucking goofy money. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. So, imagine we had some heroes like that in the inside. Like, yeah, you just don't know. Thank you. Me. Right. Well, there are some heroes who are doing that. Ooh. Some people got caught doing that. Switching, I mean, like you I'm said, saying, switching right? out shots for saline. Mm-hmm. But I, I just found this on njbiz.com. I can only read the headline. It says, New Jersey judges, court staff now required to get COVID shots. Nah. Coming for the judges, bro. Because when because this is the thing, because when it comes down to the legal stuff, and now we're, we're talking before a wet situation, okay? We're talking before the <laughs> wet war. <laughs> but these are the things, when we talk about the, how to beat the new world order, these are the things that have to go down, okay? We, we have to have those righteous judges 
if all of the judges are compromised, then even when you bring these lawsuits, right, which can be legally binding lawsuits, they can be in accordance with the Geneva Convention and all kind of shit. And state and federal law. Go ahead. The hierarchy of the United States government. Remember that, that TV show, fucking Lone Survivor or Last Survivor or some shit? And uh, um, the fuck? He's, a, he's like, the, like the whole cabinet, like the fucking the administration, the presidential administration got knocked out. This nigga was like a fucking oh, paper pusher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lone Survivor. You're the president now. Like, like who is the, where, where were we? Like, what, like, if all the judges said, enough, nigga, enough, and all gavels banged at the same synchronicity and fucking they all merged and fusion into some fucking Dragon Ball Z fucking Gamacon fighter and shit. Like, oh, his legs fucking morphing. Like, what's happening? Or you fucking, and they just fucking slay and fucking create a coup d'etat against the administration. Wouldn't, all of their collective power supersede like state sovereignty over the uh, fucking government of DC. Like, I mean, like the judges. Like, yeah, wouldn't that be like? I mean, I'm thinking like, this guy's talking out of his asshole. He doesn't know like the like, same judicial executive. But like, no, you know, like, okay, think of it like, like this. All, every okay, state's judge, every state's like Supreme Court, all the Supreme Court judges or whatever the fuck, however goofy yeah. shit that been that Right, just like oh, we ain't going with it. And then, like, who and they like, and then you get backlash from the administration, like, oh, we're going to implement this. This is policy. This is memorandum. Like, couldn't there be, like, how, how far could that go? So, and so we're, and you know, we're not legal experts, so we're going to try to hash this out with what we know, right? So, you have the, so every state has a Supreme Court, right? And a, a judge can make, make a court order, right? And then someone has to carry out the court order. <clears throat> so that goes back to the sheriffs and the marshals. Yeah, right? the, sheriff, the sheriff's the highest fucking, but they be punk. They be cucking the sheriffs out. Go sit in the park. Go sit in the courthouse. Go guard <laughs> something, dummy. Go deal with don't civil disturbances. Yeah, don't go, go, go pay this fucking, like, you know, go fucking serve this summons and shit. Like, what the fuck? Right. Supposed to be like, we have an eviction on Main Street type of shit. Yeah, literally, like foreclosures, nigga. Stand by. Right. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, what the well, fuck? but they're so fucking like they are so powerful though, bro. Yo, and that's the thing you would have to send. Okay, so it's thank you, thank you, brother. They see this is why I need you here, man. Because I right, be sheriff. I got the I got the paper. I'm gonna send it to you. I, I saw it in my old files and shit. I said, oh shit, ninety nine point seven and shit. That's the county sheriff. I was like, oh, lose you know. So this is the thing. So it goes now to the politicians, right? Because we already know the politicians are corrupt as hell. So, and they're the ones that are putting in these tyrannical legislations, but you would need the judges to basically create an order. They say, okay, now what y'all are doing is fucked up. Here's an order. Sheriffs, make some arrests. 450 something arrests. (laughs) That's how it would have to go down. Marshals. And then the sheriffs be like, we need more men. We deputize all like-minded individuals that have (laughs) Judicious, judicious marksmanship type right. groups. Parishes and shit. They be like, I got my body on. Yo, listen, man, that that's when, right? That's when, because you know, you know, William Benny, 
He's the um he's the NSA whistleblower who basically created the surveillance technology. But he got out of the game when he learned that it was going to be turned on the American people. He said, oh, shit, nah, this is supposed to be, you know, foreign, not domestic because he's a patriot. You know what I'm saying? But William Binney also said that all that information, like all the corrupt shit that our officials are doing, they have all that information. It, it's in the NSA, like all the Hillary shit, all that. They just need to go in there and get it. So all people like, you know, maybe like you and myself who may be on a particular red list, all those people should be deputized. Like, hold on. We're not going to lock you under Guantanamo Bay. No. (laughs) Go ahead. I was thinking about this the other day and I was laughing my ass off to it. And I was like, if I ever got to remember I talk about like those moments, and this is crazy too. This is a caveat. Remember I said that everybody got that moment in mind, like, I don't give a fuck if you're an officer or not. Like if I had like if that ever happened, some Christopher Dorner shit happened to me, bro. I'd be like my eleventh, I'd be like, Hold on, wait, nigga, wait. I wanna rhyme Emmanuel on the phone. Like, never let a good crisis go to waste, right? Like, come on, man, we the word. Don't let these niggas kill me. Call your dog. Oh, my God, I'm calling Rob Manuel, nigga. I'm calling. I get cornered in by a fucking wet team. Like, hold up, hold up. Who niggas with black you? Let, let me talk to Nam. Rob, is that you? Like, Rob, I just ran out of goddamn browns, man. You know, goddamn right. Look how many motherfuckers I killed. Look, look at this biometrics. Flatline, nigga. You have 60 niggas of flatline. It's just me and this motherfucker. You got these niggas caught. I'm out of ammunition. You're going to kill me. I'm a good goddamn officer. Instructor. Don't do it. You <laughs> tell me something. my motherfucking life. Rob him anywhere. He'd be like, hmm, you got a knife. Hmm. Hmm. The optics are incredible for the ultimate agenda. I don't know, John. <laughs> <laughs> these optics. <laughs> <laughs> they always care about how something looks. I wish I could help you out in this situation, but we're trying to get the gun ban legislation, and this is great. The media's all over it. <laughs> then you see, forget I have a fucking M67 baseball grenade. Say, hey, this nigga, I'm gonna throw that your fucking last remaining motherfuckers and <laughs> jump out of a fucking six story window into a fucking shed or a Nova or something. I'm like, oh. Conveniently placed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but man, I'm dead ass calling Rahm Emanuel. I always thought I was thinking about that. Like I'm calling that nigga's name if I ever get into what situation, like a critical donor situation, and rest in power. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gonna waste, right, nigga? I'm thinking about that. Shit. I'm gonna tell you that. I, that. <laughs> I, that. I just wanted to share that with you in particular. I don't give a fuck who's on AO now. So. So, right, so the politicians, right, so the, the judge would have to create the order, and ultimately they'd have to lock up those politicians, you know, and this is the thing, like, we would have to have all that fucking, like, Epstein information disclosed, disclosed to the public immediately, expeditiously, you know what I mean? The fact um, that they withheld it in the first place is treasonous against their, their oath to Dang. fucking uphold justice to the American people as their trusted constituents. Thank you. That, bro. You, Thanks. Niggas, you stalled on it. You, you, you stalled a second. Nigga, it's months. How many, what, a year now? Over some, you had this fucking information. Who's right. in it? 
imagine if we could clean the plate, put all these niggas in jail, all they seat, all they resources and shit. Y'all niggas like to fucking take shit from drug dealers, take shit from pedophiles, right? Shit back into the goddamn taxpayers' fucking fucking pockets. Imagine oh. a society niggas ain't stealing that shit. Everybody walking around Rockport's and pleated slacks like, "Hello, hi, how are you? Nice call. Good day. <laughs> how do you do, Hassan? I'll see you on the court. Yes, that's <laughs> <is. laughs> I said niggas got pleated slacks and cut in Rockport. That's like, right. Hey, we're banging on the block like, oh, you want an eighth on the because I don't have to be nefarious anymore. <laughs> I have that loud, my good man. <laughs> yes. The, the aromatic from the pocket apothecary. Straight from oh. Jamaica. Yes. <laughs> the north side of the mountain. <laughs> Sticky, icky, icky. Yeah, with a fucking sweater tied around the chest. You know what I mean? With dreads and shit. Yeah, motherfuckers be uh that's why they don't want black folks playing golf and shit. Like get these niggas out of our women already wanna fuck them. We don't need them out here doing us in on the on the birdie or whatever the fuck nomenclature they are. Like we should do that just to just to troll and be better at it and be like, ah, I know I wanna be in earshot. A very important conversation. Yes, you can't get yeah, it. Right. right. Yo, no, I'm looking for this article right now because it's talking about what we were talking about. Yo, I can't stand fucking what's that guy that runs the world? Um, what's this nigga's name? Jeff Bezos. I can't stand that nigga. But I digress. Runs the world. Jeff Bezos ain't got no ninja assassins coming after him. What did Fulford say? What did they say? Rest in power. Oh, yeah, right. The 11. He, what do you mean, rest in power? He's still alive, nigga. <laughs> oh, word. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Fulford's still alive, as far as I know. Yeah. They took his shit off of YouTube. Yeah, they stayed taking oh. his shit off of YouTube. Oh, that's what the fuck you yeah, yeah, they took a Deborah Tavares second page off of YouTube too. Yo, her shit was getting hot, hot. She was dropping mm -hmm. some. Yo, I'm telling you, this is why I tell folks like, even with us, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas better tune in and listen when brothers are talking, because <laughs> you know, you saw what happened to our YouTube page. We had to get rid of all our videos on our YouTube just like that because we were getting too much censorship. Like when people are coming dropping this information, take advantage, <laughs> folks. <coughs> but, but you know what? Uh huh. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off, camera. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking when you just said it was sharing information. I would love to fucking say, fuck it to COVID. Get us a little mobile situation and go out and ask people in the streets of New York what they think, their real thoughts. And I bet you all these niggas would be like, you haven't gotten your shots? Like we were holding the mic like, <laughs> Cam, I think it's a bad idea, bro. <laughs> it was a better idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were smoked up and shit. Yeah, right. Word, word, word. These things like, shame them, shame them. Like, fucking point at us and shit. We can't get away fast enough. Right, right. And boo that man. <laughs> 
type of shit. Yo, when's the next fucking goddamn uh, uh, ball flag, bro? Oh no! I mean, and Afghanistan to distract us from what? What is Afghanistan distracting us? I said that. Oh Canada. yeah, yo, yo. So that's what I was talking about earlier on in the show too, because I'm still kind of. Oh yeah, bro. So right. Right. So first off, that plane, right? The the numbers on the plane was eleven oh nine, right? That's nine eleven, and. The when I was watching that shit go down, the visual of it all, it brought me back to 9-11, ironically, as I was watching it. Before what I plane, even what realized plane, what plane, what plane? plane. So you saw the video of the people scrambling trying to hold on to the plane, the, the Air Force plane that was flying yes. out of there. Yeah, I got a video. I did I, I said I, I not trying to post this shit. Somebody had a picture, a video of this shit. This nigga was fucking stuck. Or I guess he tied himself. His body stayed, but his ass was flapping at full mast and shit. His legs were just blah, 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 blah. Somebody was recording this shit out of the goddamn fucking video or the camera or window. I tried to post that shit a thousand times. Hell no. Try to put mm. Hell no. I tried to send that shit to you and a thousand other motherfuckers. They were like, hell no. I was like, you motherfuckers, bro. You niggas can't even, you niggas censoring shit like that because they had nobody to see that shit. I, I got it, my nigga. I got it. But this nigga body just like, yo, send that shit to me on WhatsApp, please. Oh yeah, that that, that shit. But it's fucked up because I was like, like these people just like when they like simple minds and shit, man. These people they out here fucking orchestrating. Everybody need a boogeyman to fucking carry on. Some, no, we should do. We should get microphones on every fucking table and put them underneath the national prayer breakfast, and we could record all these politicians. Networking conversations and endeavors. Maybe we shouldn't do it, but somebody who's privy <laughs> to those type of settings should <laughs> see what they did to, to Ed, Edward Snowden. I don't have Edward Snowden money, nigga. I can't. <laughs> you see how they got what's the what's the band's name? What's the one who they disappeared under some fucking black site? What's this nigga's name? The blonde one, Julian Assange. Where's Julian Assange? When's the last time anyone has seen Julian Assange? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. I was just saying Ju- Julian Assange. I was saying all those cats. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, I said we don't have. I don't have Edward Snowden money. Okay, and he said I, I was working. I had a good job. I was making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. No, he, that ain't he got, shit, though. No, that ain't shit, but. For niggas, <laughs> yeah. Like when I was overseas, bro, like my niggas were fucking making four fifty a year, sitting in his own fucking like just cush, cush, mm. buttons and shit. Four fifty, nigga. Like my man bought four. Like, he bought five thousand hectare of land in the Philippines. I went down. Oh wow, yo, niggas, I gotta for like. Like, damn, I'm saying, like, that type of money? Like, mm. but see, but see, but all I'm saying is uh, Snowden, he had the opportunity to strategically plan his exit. Like, yeah. I'm going to drop dime on the government, but before I do it, I got to put some things in place. <laughs> you know, it, 
And how often do you get an Edward Snowden come around? Who's going to fuck my pension? <clears throat> so all faith. Because um, sister uh, Submissy Girl said, um, isn't the Jelaine Maxwell trial coming up in November? <clears throat> they can think about her earlier, too. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I'm looking it up. Um, this is from Law and Crime. Says prosecutor, oh yeah, MSN.com. It says prosecutors from three days ago. Headline prosecutors asked judge to withhold the names of Jelaine Maxwell's uncharged co conspirators from her. Yo, so in another kind of unrelated subject, because you and I didn't get to talk about this, but lovable tushy eater, <laughs> an American cuckold. Mm, super cuck. <laughs> and Andrew Cuomo has resigned. But this nigga's still going to be in office for like another week. Wait. Je Jeffrey Epstein associate and sexual deviant Andrew Cuomo, former governor Andrew Cuomo, has yet to step down from his post. It's a bug out. Hi, hi. Let a nigga walk into a bodega and palm a bitch pussy and watch his ass get let out that bodega in a cop car, right? Right. But you'd entertain the most lavish of punitive actions. Absolutely. Oh, it's like the Dave Chappelle fucking goddamn skit with Tron. When Tron was uh, had the case and shit. And they said, oh, you telling me I can't sell rocks to the community? Absolutely not. And they had him. He was pointing at the fucking goddamn voice recorder and shit. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave Chappelle's getting shit. This nigga was fucking working with the goddamn FBI and shit like a joke. <laughs> like a fucking joke. That's what the fuck this is. Like, no. the fact that these niggas know they're not going to get shot is why they continue. Imagine if this shit was Thank going you. on in Russia. Russia or some goofy shit like that or the Balkans or some shit. <laughs> this nigga got thrusted by a fucking goat, a, a jousted. He walked out of a house and got jousted by a 27-foot fucking pole. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, oh, they ain't playing. But evil on a nigga, like, badness, nigga. Made this a right. good shot. Tar, tar and feather that motherfucker down the middle of the street. Like, oh! <laughs> Bag of feathers on his head. Think about his decision. <laughs> well, you said tar feather. You made me think of. Imagine politician walk out their house and it's just like a thousand niggas with javelins just throwing, not the fucking missile, but like the fucking just like the Olympic right. stuff, <laughs> just like don't like like, like Zulu warriors. It's like a fucking herd of niggas just like fuck it. Like, mm -hmm. like him. if he fucking dodges him, he dodges him. Good for him. He's right. right, exactly. He's something new about this motherfucker. Like, he got away. Like, <laughs> this shit. Like, but if you get it, like, he died, like, impaled by a thousand spears. Is this yes. a message from indigenous people? Children of the diaspora <laughs> have awakened and arisen. Like, beware Anglo Saxons run for the hills. Like, what the fuck? Like, you might not actually be spun. Like, if he dies, like, you can't get away. Impaired. Like, would they show the picture? I want them to show the picture on the newspaper just to let their buddies know we ain't fucking around. Oh, hell yeah. You have to, bro.
Mm-hmm. But like imagine if that nigga got away, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. What's wrong with you? Well, just a thousand, a thousand niggers with spears. They almost got me. <laughs> Guys, I think we should change our ways. He said, fuck that. Ban, ban, ban all firearms. Ban wood chainsaws. Ban whittling. <laughs> Double down on these sons of bitches. <laughs> Hillary was right. They are super predators. <laughs> Butter knives. Zombie knives. You never know call it in the UK. Zombie knives. <laughs> These niggas, bro. <laughs> every West Indian, every West Indian is here by a terrorist because they all have machetes. Oh shit. <laughs> Yo, remember that movie? He was like, I'm not gonna be your fucking sand nigger. Yes. Man. And uh, what, what was I always say? It was Bruce Willis. What was the name of that movie? That's a pieces of that movie. The Siege. The Siege. All them niggas locked up in that stadium. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get your shots. That's how we going to be, huh? That's how you are. All like Wolverines oh. yelling over the rafters and shit. Like, right. We're coming to get you. Or I'm a fucking picking shots off the fucking the fucking internment specialists are gonna shit their BDUs. Right. Military occupational specialty thirty two echo mm. <laughs> internment center specialists. Right. <laughs> right. Hold on. This article it says federal prosecutors urged the judge not to force them to provide Jelaine Maxwell a complete list of her uncharged conspirators, arguing that those disclosures risk, quote, harm to the government from restricting its proof at trial, end quote. What? Harm to the government from restricting its proof at trial. John, what does that sentence mean? Harm from the government. No, harm to the government. Oh, well, that's always good, yes, because less government is better. From, from restricting its proof at trial. That, that's, I don't know why that confuses my mind so much. I don't even know what that means. <clears throat> restricting proof at trial. Yes, the... The complete list, federal prosecutors urged a judge not to force them to provide Jelaine Maxwell a complete list of her uncharged co-conspirators, arguing that those disclosure risks harm to the government from restricting. Oh, 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 I just heard that. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. These niggas is all involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was smoking shit. Yes, these niggas is all involved. That's why I said earlier. The fact that they seized up, like, oh, oh, oh. Now imagine all these tyrants got, the palate got cleansed. Niggas didn't have to go to work. Bosses didn't have bosses for bosses' bosses. Motherfuckers sitting here like, oh my God. No one's asking for rent for you know what I mean? Type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, oh, what do we do? More, more. I don't know, Ari. <laughs> Type of shit. You said Ari. <laughs> 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 
You know what I mean? But imagine the fucking free time Americans would have. The cost of living would decrease drastically. Mm-hmm. You'd be damn near part of the system, man. But like niggas would have free time to be more creative. People you probably have more scientists, motherfuckers out here just like, yo, you know, I always want to pick up science and shit like type of shit. Like motherfuckers actually have time to do whatever their childhood thoughts and dreams were. They could pick back the fuck up. If you fucking gave the names of these niggas involved with this fucking shit. Because then their resource, they can't check on their shit. They can't be bullies in their fucking environments anymore. They can't exert their influence. They're eviscerated. Yep. <clears throat> you got a goddamn nuke. A clean nuke. That's a suitcase nuke. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that's the linchpin. Yeah. That'll look, fix, look. That'll fix the world. That will fix the world. Yo, this is another one, another headline. This sounds like some shit we said two years ago. John, it's been two fucking years since Epstein died. Two years since we've started talking, since we've been talking. Not started, since we've been talking about this shit, though. Peep this headline. This is from August 17, 2021. Two years after Jeffrey Epstein's death, perversion of justice author says courts under pressure to keep files under wraps and heavily redacted. Just the shit. See, folks, and this is the thing. Like, we we're not making up the shit that we're talking about. This is real life. Like, this is what's really going on. And even in the midst of this whole coronavirus shit that's happening right now, these same politicians and these same people who are controlling these industries are still in power. And if we had, if the people had the names, yes, you would have lone wolves going after them. All those fucking lone wolves who want to shoot up supermarkets and shit, they'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Pedophile, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me smite over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like that. That's a clean. That's that shit. That's target practice. Yeah, all day. That's their game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, imagine that. Imagine that. Picked up. Like I like to give these fuck. Like these people need to come up the way whoever. Re- Redacts and withholds is it re- in charge of like we need a paper trail of who's had hands on this fucking evidence and that's stalled on it because they are treasonous and they are not for the American people at all. And that right. is testimony, testimony from their actions of not hey, 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 house on fire. Nah, nigga, sleep. Let me tuck you in. I'll be over. I'll be down. I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette type of shit. You cooking something, nigga? Nah, you <laughs> type of shit. Right. <laughs> Yo, this, um, yeah, yo. This shit, like, it, it's it's wild because, again, this, this article, the main one I was just reading is from three days ago, and they're still having that same conversation. Like, how to beat the new world order, you know, it's gonna take it's gonna take a oh my god nation. Go ahead, oh my, bro. God. oh my god, that was it. You just hit me with a fucking the compound of fucking situation. How to beat the new world order, right? 
with the book, the names, skill set of individuals will sort that out. Heroes, champions of justice, Mike Tyson to be there, defender of public trust. Mm-hmm. And after they have been cleansed from the palette, my theory of instead of just like walking around like chaos chickens with the lights out, or just people just went crazy with lights out, instead of having pandemonium, the new government that we will set in place is the census of inquiry. We ask the American people, we create a financially competent country. We create a fucking financially responsible fucking nation. We gain respect from the world. You can't just fucking bribe a nigga, go get sucked off by some kid somewhere in some fucking country and come back and sign some money over. Fuck out of here. Imagine resources kept here. Niggas ain't running around on double digit dollars an hour and shit, killing their creative content that they could have fucking created with resources that could have been allocated to fucking better their environment in the world. But nah, they got stuck in a fucking box, compartmentalized, and snuffed mm-hmm. the fuck out because you fucking got a fucking cut complex. Nah, right. we could clean it up and we'll slide our little census idea in there. Everybody, every little fucking derelict, you got a job now. See this? What was that thieves in the temple? Was that? Yeah, thieves in the temple. Oh, yeah, yeah, thieves. He he's he's always talking about the the Federal Reserve, and now we're on our fourth central bank right now. And every time the central bank goes down the same route, you have certain individuals who huddle around the money, they hyperinflate yeah. the currency, and then they drive it into the ground. And every time they do, they run off with a large portion of the wealth of the American people, you know? Mm-hmm. But like you said. No, 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 no. Like, like Benjamin Netanyahu said, don't say like I said, like Benjamin. We will watch as America blows away and withers in the wind like dust or some goofy shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he said the shit. Don't say like I said, nigga. Okay. But like, like Andre Eglishan said, <clears throat> Once you get that under wraps, once you get that under control and get those people out of those positions of influence, then we can start to correct our currency. There's ways to do it. There's ways where you can have a system that's not completely based on gold, but more of a gold-based system just because of that deals with like the, uh, the amount of gold in the system and all that stuff. But there are ways that it can be done mm-hmm. where our... Our, our, what do you call it? Our uh, currency isn't hyperinflated mm-hmm. and based on a fractional reserve system, and where you mm-hmm. don't have these type of people huddling around the money as they always tend to do. We got. We want some. If you want, you want to redeem yourselves, judges, politicians, whoever's got access to this. Y'all niggas listening to motherfuckers that's out here. Y'all censoring shit already. <clears throat> Y'all know who the fuck we are. We've been, we've been at this ain't our first rodeo. So like, right, right, exactly. Y'all listen, y'all listen to us on some real shit. Like you American, you got you behind these desks and shit. Like, yo, come clean. Yo, you can redeem your fucking selves and be on the right side. You can get this is the ah oh, the most all oh, the children are white in the way of the fucking truth. 
Mm-hmm. Some real shit. This is like, look, if you fuck around, it's, it's full circle. The children are going to fucking clean this country. And, and they're sacrificing their fucking, this child, all this fucking sex trafficking, all this shit is circle, full circle. This shit is coming back. This karma is coming back to these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And it's going to clean this country. It's going to clean this world because these motherfuckers are going to get clipped from their positions and their fucking decadent nests. Yep. And they're void, power voids. Raw power voids, motherfucker. And then we implement the On the Wake of Radio Census. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yup. Exactly. Um, then you put us in fucking part of you know we 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 be over there like look look we need some kind of fucking administrative time. We got a few other people got some ideas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, order. right. Order. That, that, that's a whole thing because we could be a clearinghouse for ideas too. You know what I mean? People know they can come to us with their innovations. Like, nah, how do we get that implemented? You know what I'm saying? This is good for our society. Yo, you, the conversations that I have with people, there are so many intelligent people out there. And it's funny because when you get to have a conversation like that with somebody and more people like that, then you quickly realize like, oh shit, the only thing standing in the way is like the government and people, you know, uh, fascists, basically. And folks, you got to remember... You got to remember what fascism is. Fascism is corporatism. Fascism is when laws are made for the benefit of the corporations and policies are introduced for the benefit of the corporations. That's all that it is in the most simple sense of the word. That's what fascism is. Get that shit out of the way. And now you can make way for innovation to come in. We could be living in a utopia in 10 to 20 years. No. If we just got these motherfuckers out of the way, what you got? The fucking French, the French, the French architect. What's that? Jacques? What the fuck? On vowels that don't even need to be pronounced. That was in his name. Yeah, I know, right? But it's just, he's an old ball man. And he created all these little fucking oh, shit. Oh, my shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, Hope y'all are listening on, on the wakeupradio.com because I can still hear John perfectly. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, go back on Instagram. Abby, Abby. Well, I'm, I'm on there. So, I all, right, so, all right, so this old French dude, he had these these uh, visions of these utopias. Like, they'd be built. What the fuck? Uh, it's worth it. They'd be built, but like, all, like, uh, like these nirvanas and shit, these type of fucking cities and with these infrastructure, uh-huh. these type of bases of societies and governments. That people could adopt, but you know, they just like snuff this shit. I gotta find his name, like Shock or some shit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about too. I can't remember. Why you act like you ain't know who the fuck I was talking about? You looking goofy and shit. When you started describing shit, then I remember what you were talking about. That's all, yeah, the French guy, yeah. Shaka is something other. (laughs) (laughs) Dale G Jr. mentioned. The Creature from Jekyll Island. That's another one. I haven't gotten to this one yet, but this is part of my homework. The Creature from Jekyll Island. That's right up there with Thieves in the Temple. This is like the long version of Thieves in the Temple. Ooh, here we go. Because we talked about um, talked about earlier on uh, War is a Racket, right? So I just, I just opened up, coincidentally, to Chapter 11. You know what I'm saying? Chapter 11 said the Rothschild formula 
the prophets of war. And uh, I'm not going to read too much of this, but let me see. I want This is a quote right here. It says, the real payoff has always been in the form of political favoritism in the marketplace. Writing in the year 1937, French historian Richard Lewinson <laughs> explains, although often called bankers, those who financed wars in the pre-capitalist period were not bankers in the modern sense of the word. Unlike modern bankers who operate with money deposited with them by their clients, or or in more recent times created out of nothing by the central bank, ergo, they generally worked with the fortune which they themselves had amassed or inherited and which they lent at a high rate of interest. Thus, those who risked the financing of a war were the most part already very rich, and this was the case down to the 17th century. When they agreed to finance a war, these rich lead lenders did not, however, always attain great importance to the rate of interest. In this respect, they often showed the greatest compliance to their August clients. But in return, they secured for themselves privileges which could be turned into industrial or commercial profit, such as mining concessions, monopolies of sale or importation, etc., Sometimes even they were given the right to appropriate certain taxes as a guarantee of their loans. So though the loan itself carried a very real risk and often did not bring in much interest, the indirect profits were very considerable and the lender's leniency well rewarded. This was written in 1937. <laughs> 1937. They already had the, gates, the game sold up. You know what? We can't say. You know what? I don't think it's those people that you think it is. I think it's the fucking Vanuatu people, the people on the island. They're the ones running the world. They're the small hats. <laughs> I want the fucking the people of Palau. <laughs> God forbid we call these motherfuckers what they is. You know what I mean? Pick anybody, any scapegoat to do type of shit like. They've been doing this shit forever, bro. Fucking forever. You got the fucking the, the goofy hoax, the 21 the protocols. We're living. All right. Now you got fucking financial castration. Mm-hmm. Now we got books being held. That's probably, wait, next week is her trial. You said, fuck that. We ain't slipping past this. Next week? Nah, nah, November. November? Who she sharing her cell with? I don't know, but she better watch out. <laughs> oh, bitch gonna come from out the toilet seat and shit. Like, I can't do the drink. Like, right, like, clack, clack. <laughs> mm -hmm. But whoever has access to this information, release it. Let the fucking country run its course. It'll be a great healing. You watch the madness, but it'll be controlled. Now everyone has their five minutes or two minutes of hate or whatever the fuck. Now you got an actual fucking enemy right. that's verified. Right. Now their resources are fucking, their power grasp is fucking, it's loosened. So, like, it's a, it, like, let it, let it happen. Right, just let it happen. Look, this, uh, 
Daily Break News. Headline, Jelaine Maxwell documents unsealed. Oh, here's a new one, John. Here's some shit we didn't already know. Bill Clinton was on Pedal Island with Jeffrey Epstein, Maxwell, and two young girls. They, they, they keep hitting us with the same shit that we've known for years. They're not giving us anything new. And he just said, Chris Tucker still doesn't say a word. Right. And nigga don't, he said he don't change. He don't, what is that? How you say spill water? What's the saying? They say, <laughs> you don't spill water. He can hold water, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Say right, it. right. He can, I, can, I can hold water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, secrets. Like, fuck that. Ask that nigga what's going on. Right. Like, seen the weird ass video little kids walking around like fucking. The fuck, like yeah, goofy baby suits and shit, right? White people right. shit, bro. White like, people shit. Tending to that fucking temple, like you know what I mean? It's like, where did they get? Where those children come from? Listen, this is you know, like somebody got to die, type of shit. Let it be released. You can still save face. The judges can eat, but you're gonna have to the, the, the evidence track record that has to be held account held to account. Mm -hmm. Once that happens, you we will see the whole world just like loose up, like oh shit, bosses, bosses, bosses ain't coming to work. Right, the pace of the planet slows down. The pace. I bet you the Schumann, imagine a fucking Schumann residence. Oh, yeah. Imagine, imagine that. This book get released real raw. Like, boom, people running. I had maids killing niggas. Like, ah, right. Glasses, man. Pretty good. That yeah, shit. right. The close part. Remember, we always talk about the PSD teams and shit. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers said, fuck it. And that everybody's just like it's like the purge forever, like the forever purge type of shit, but like compartmentalized. It's like only for these niggas. But they get done up. The world's pace slows down. The commerce machine, the greed machine is slow. The need, the mass production, motherfuckers are gonna slow the fuck down. The planet's gonna fucking like right. Uh, planet been waiting to exhale type shit. Playing tired to get fucked in the shower. Right, exactly. I had enough. Wrong hole. <laughs> Taking all you motherfuckers off of me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. What you up to, sir? Yo, man. But. Cam, let's make it happen. We always no fuck that. You ain't sliding away real quick. Give me one minute. You know, we always talk about fucking having um everything we talk about always magically fucking manifest somehow. Every yeah. time we talk about that shit on the show, and this oh, yeah. that shit actually does go like that. Mm hmm. Shit, we talk about like a week later, like oh, right. Well, look at look at Cuomo's ass. Yeah, that motherfuckers gone. We've we been taught. We told you, we told you, nigga. We told you we was coming for you, nigga. And we came. Pause. Mm -hmm. I'm just and Italian. It, and it's big, right? I'm just Italian. I can't help but touch the titties. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love yeah. some bazongas. 
fuck Teddy. That was like, I'm gonna grab some Campbell too. It's like, I have fucking meat muffin, like a hamburger, help a glove, and a leg lock. I like it. Talking about 40, what was it, 45, right? That's who he was, President 45? He was all about grabbing the pussies. No, Cuomo, he <laughs> liked to slide his hand up the shirt and go for the tatas. He's a tatas man. Yeah, I mean, I could titty fuck a bitch. But I'm just saying, like, come on, like, I want to fuck. A, I want to dig in some stomach. Like, I want to fucking grab some guts. Like, right, oh, yeah. but it's different because niggas like us do it with this thing called consent. <laughs> the span. That <laughs> <laughs> was made PBS. Straight up, fuck Cuomo. We told you we were coming for you, nigga. We're coming for you and all your little buddies. <laughs> but that's gonna, and the children are gonna heal. That's gonna, it's all gonna revolve around the children. Exactly. All the, the sex trade, the slavery around mm-hmm. the world, the, the diamond mines are gonna be done up like. Mm-hmm. People gonna get they, countries are gonna get their natural resources back. Mm-hmm. Lands yep. will heal. People will heal over this yep. fucking information. And this is a linchpin moment, not the fucking shelf. Yo, thank you, bro. Because so many people, and right, you said it, so many people deserve to be in prison right now. Like literally under the fucking jail. Yo. I was listening. I went back to the Friends of David Goldberg content, and dude was saying he was talking about even what Trump was doing. He was like, if Trump, what he was supposed to do, it's like what we're talking about now. He was supposed to, he was supposed to get you know intelligence, get a, a roundup, basically all the politicians, arrest the bright ones because they have all the names, like William Binney said. They have all the names. They know who was doing what. They just need to go through that information, find out what's what. Lock the motherfuckers up. Clean slate. You know what I'm saying? And then he was saying, and the IRS, all them too, and he said destroy the buildings. Completely destroy the fucking buildings. Like the IRS buildings, CIA, FBI, all that shit. All that domestic surveillance. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. All that, uh, huh? The fusion centers. The fusion centers. The Operation Gladio motherfuckers decommission them. You know? No. <laughs> looking at each other in the in the safe house, like right, like uh, <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm music starts playing and shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Mm-hmm. But like you said, just put that in the atmosphere. You know, this is spiritual warfare, folks, and. Starts in the energetic realms first. Period. We got this possible, possible. Um, what is it? Acceptance of the Pfizer Pfizer vaccine. Fuck these people. You know, like you're gonna see, you're gonna see more deaths and more injuries. And it's about the people standing. Yo, all the information that we need is right there in the public sphere. It's not even hidden at this point. Not even hidden. You know, motherfuckers don't like to read. They like pictures, man. They like to eat with their eyes, not with their minds. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fuck going to jail. Let a politician be found on true evidence. 
He's in holding until it's actually verified. And you know what the punitive action is for betraying the public trust of the American people? And this goes per county, municipality, fucking all the way the fuck up. All the Second Amendment gun owners get to go to a fucking rifle range, a firing line, and tied <laughs> to a fucking fence post because you betrayed the common trust of the American people, which you were sworn to protect and defend. Mm-hmm. I took a goddamn oath. I think that's serious, bro. I never compromise. I'm a goofy motherfucker, very dark mind motherfucker, but I never compromise my integrity. Yeah. Fuck that. And see, imagine, thank you, man. Imagine, like, we talk about Mike Tyson, the defender of the public trust, body shots on the podium, bang, get out, we ain't done yet. You know what I mean? Keep talking. Pick his ass up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want you to atrophy shit. You should have worked out. You had weeks, and you know I was going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't going to help, but uh, you still Mike Tyson, nigga. Like, you still going to die. See, what I So you were like, push ups. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should have got some pull-ups and get the band, get the band. Can't really wait, bitch. <laughs> you better be doing one pull-up by the end of the week. Like, <laughs> like, said, like oh, gay this politics with pulling them in the 66. Like, yo, imagine the damage. Yeah, yo. But yeah, no, but no, 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 I'm just, just sorry, sorry, real quick. I'm just like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm so adamant. But I have to get that off of human. Like, I really want that the manifest to be fucking held. You you fuck up your con- with con- with lack of competency, fucking around of p- p- taxpayer money, betraying the public trust. You're held. Kiss your hey, make your arrangements with your family. Right yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now, because yeah. your time is nigh. I mean, you can't. You're on. You're in holding. You're in holding. Your family comes to you, just like a goddamn child has. Father has to go see their kids in fucking family court type shit. Right. Coming, you can't leave the building, bitch. You ain't gonna blow right. your own brains out now. Nah. You ain't gonna cheat the American people. No. Nope. You already cheat, cheated them enough. Nope. <laughs> they, they got free access to pharmaceuticals. They try to swallow pills in the bathroom and shit. Like, nah, my nigga, nah, nah. Mm-mm. Nah. That nigga, that nigga eating cold cuts before he died, like for a week. Like, fuck that shit. Watching your diet. Like, feed them, feed them the shit that they feed them at Rikers. You know what I'm saying, or at the holding at, at Central Bookings, the fucking oh. the, the hard ass peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, I'm not saying that either. You, you, we used for pillows. We used just for pillows. We used them shit to do it, yo. Like, it was just thick as hell. You eat that shit, that brain break off. Anyway, you know what I'm like, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. these niggas need to be held to fucking fence posts. Everybody, whoever won, never even shot a gun. Just like niggas, like, just like these motherfuckers like the fucking, these niggas wanted to hang motherfuckers and they called a picnic. Mm-hmm. Hang, lynch a fucking black person from a fucking tree, play with the fucking, the fucking cash and prizes and shit. Mm-hmm. It was always about the fucking that penis and shit. Yeah. Y'all wanted to make a spectacle. You know what I mean? Regardless of race or ethnicity, it's like it's that time y'all niggas behaved and it was acceptable in America at that point in time. Mm-hmm. No one bat a fucking eye. You better not bat a motherfucking eye when we goddamn tie your ass the fuck up to a goddamn telephone pole and niggas say fucking <laughs> you may begin firing when your target's up there. Then a fucking curtain just drop down. Like, 
I'm a dazzle curtain. Like, how do you get hundreds of motherfucking goddamn rifles, pistols? Like the fucking Wild West. You mean blue states, red states? Everybody's fighting. Right. This is national. Fuck, this is how the, this is how we purge. This is the cleanest purge. Niggas ain't going right. out doing shit. You're only getting the fucked fucked up politicians. And this right. will curb the behavior. This will curb the legislation. Mm-hmm. And this will curb this would it sounds archaic. But this is real. Dog, then put it into perspective, okay? These people yeah. that have been friends with Jeffrey Epstein going to Petal Island, you know what I'm saying? Fucking our, our finances. But literally money laundering our finances to foreign banks and to their friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the level of wickedness, starting wars for profit, for personal profit. This type of thing. Like, our economy, our infrastructure is shot because of these people. There are little children missing all over the world because of these people. You think, listen, if the human sex trafficking and the human trafficking was being done by regular motherfuckers, they would have been caught already. But because at the highest levels, they have a vested interest in this industry, even if you're just talking about for the sake of organs and body parts, this is like, this is light work. You know what I'm saying? This is light what we're talking about. Because, but that's what's supposed to happen in that type of situation. You know, this is 2021. And if we're going to make it, I mean, you see, we are this, we are a year into the 2020s and it's pure fuckery. We've been told you that this shit was coming. As as long as we've had this program, we told you this was coming. We told you what needs to be done to these politicians. I I believe, you know, Andrew Cuomo going down, that was a big one right there because who knows what he was involved in? Who knows if he was involved in the Nexium stuff? You know, yo, listen, Jeffrey Epstein, you know who? was also his friend. You had Andrew Cuomo was an associate of his. We knew Michael Bloomberg was an associate of his, but you also had, what's his name? Elliot Spitzer was an associate of him. And you know who else? Al D'Amato, the former former governor, another governor of New York. Al D'Amato. He had a house, he had that mansion for how long? How many years? I don't know. Pretty sure during his fucking uh, was he around that time? Was uh, uh Epstein around New York? Al Demato was when we were younger. Oh so, yeah, 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 hell yeah, he was. What the fuck? I'm thinking of fucking right. like we, we had to clean up New York. You know, to get the hookers out the way. No, that's too far for me. Oh yeah, and he's still in politics. Oh shit, he was 1981 to 99. Al D'Amato. That's a minute. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny, too? Because Cuomo was so gung-ho. You remember David Patterson? I don't know if you remember. He was the black black governor of... The the one and only black governor of, uh, of New York. And he came in because Elliot Spitzer got caught up in the, you know, the D.C. madam, cross-state prostitution and all that. So Elliot Spitzer had to step down gracefully, kind of, because he was, you know, <laughs> he was soliciting whores. But then David Patterson was in office. And Patterson, I don't think he was bad, you know, especially for a, br- a blind brother. But they put him through the ringer. He had some infidelity. Like, he was blind? He was blind. 
He was Lieutenant like, Governor, like, like blind, like, like like Matt Murdock, the Daredevil blind, like almost like a notch above that. Like he had to read like this. <laughs> there wasn't glasses thick enough for the brother. Oh shit! Like he was blind. He was blind, partially, uh, mostly blind. But you know, he did his thing. He went from Lieutenant Governor, became the Governor. But when it came time for election, Cuomo, your boy Cuomo. Was fucking, he was an AG at the time investigating the brother. Yo, they, they got, you know what they got him on? What? He got fucking like five World Series tickets and it was a scandal in New York. <laughs> so five World Series tickets for the governor. He has somebody. Yeah, fucking Cuomo was gung ho for this nigga. Well, you know what? He wasn't a sexual. Yeah, are, you serious? are you serious? Dead ass. Dead ass. And, and Cuomo was the AG at the time. He was the attorney general for New York at the time. And he's the one that was pressing the issue. But look at this nigga now. Don't look at me. Go pay attention to the other closet. Tickets. Look what you doing. Right. This is what I'm saying. Unsolicited yes. groping of titties. Titties. Yo, hand up the shirt like, oh, oh, you're in the mayor, you're in the governor's mansion, are you? Oh, you're an intern, are you? That's your man, that's your man Cuomo. A fucking tushy eater with the big maw and the teeth. This book is a vetting of evidence of a, you look no further, no inquiry needs to be. No money needs to be spent investigating. If your <laughs> name is in that fucking book, you're done. Just pick a fence post. Pick a fuck. Pick your own fence post. Right. Which state, which state, which state you want to die in? Right. Like, that's the answer. We that's all. That's all. You know what I mean? Like, and imagine that as a, a, enacted, adapted into the fucking constitution. That type of shit. Politicians have to go through that punitive action. They have to betray the the people's trust. Mm-hmm. Niggas fucking softest of nimbus clouds, nigga. Fuck right. shit. Right. Heaven if we betray. Hello, noble citizen. How can I be of service to you, hey, Senator? How you doing? Play <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, with me. With, let me have some fucking sway in a fucking government. I'll be fair. You a new American president. Me some indigenous. Me and Cam like. We're matching set, salt and pepper shakers are coming up. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> salt and pepper are coming. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All the wicked politicians that's how they run it. When we are come to this district. Push it. Push it real. Gotta play that fucking theme music all the way down the hall. <laughs> Exactly. Niggas coming with the screw face with the pushing music on like <laughs> with a list all leather with the with the with the fucking uh with the leather shit, you know what I mean? Like just straight like eight ball jacket. Right. <laughs> you said the eight ball jacket. <laughs> <laughs> But imagine that nigga's got a bat and had a heel. That book mm-hmm. is the fucking linchpin to clean this country of all corrupt problems. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking funnel. They all had a vested interest. Yep. Perversions, fetishes, 
it, it cost lives because they had to get rid of the fucking evidence. And they created a channel to keep feeding this type of shit to gain allocations and resources and networking with other motherfuckers that share this perversion. And this ties all of these individuals together that fucking monopolize resources and industries around the fucking planet. Like, we go to work for what? I've had to just fucking rather walk around. You got niggas in Europe like I'm going on a holiday. I think when you be back, week. <laughs> right. I haven't been back in seven months. What the fuck? What do you do? I work as a bistro, a cafe, like <laughs> <Yeah>, bistro. <laughs> that ass. This conversation I had in Singapore. I was looking at Singapore. I was like, what? What are you doing out here? Like, oh, bistro, nigga, what? Like you pay for? Oh. Wow. God damn, Starbucks don't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know, I was um, Jenna Jameson has been talking about this shit. You know, this um, Jenna Jameson, Jenna Jameson, Dick oh, yeah, yeah, the porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never seen her. Hey, I'm sorry. Listen. No, I've never seen her shit. Ain't my bet, bet, bet is great though. Yeah. But, but she she was talking about, you know, she was saying that Epstein was small fish. Epstein was a small fry. Oh yeah, you got to be a patsy, bro. <coughs> and I'm trying to find her Twitter, but she deactivated her Twitter because of anti-Semitism. She said, I guess people were making fun of her for being Jewish or some shit like that. That's a fucking catch 22. Ain't that some shit? I'm trying to do the right thing. Right. Turn the lights off, please. His mouth is like, not now. It's a power outage. Jesus, ready. He's on serious. Go. <laughs> Girls go. Whatever. That's fucking serious dialogue. God. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo! Yeah. I know, but and that goes to the whole Weimar shit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, maybe sacrificing their own to the cause. Like Jenna, we need you to put your mouth on something for the cause. Mm-hmm. This is not the kissing stone, the Blarney Rock, or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> what will make you a millionaire? You'll be a star. I wonder if she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Can you explain that to your children in 50 years, you know? We just draw me. You should, I'm sorry, because of man, you should just go there. Now that you said that, we should just mm-hmm. me, you should go there and just draw dicks. Articulate dicks all around, like an artistic avant-garde <laughs> dicks, like just like porta potty dicks, just like just to be trolls, <laughs> like like everywhere. Like that was a now that was a thing in the Marines. Like, are you going to bathroom? Like, why is it so many dicks everywhere? Like they had that in Superbad, the movie Superbad. She was like a comedy. Oh um, yeah, I saw that movie. I don't remember that though. But- he kept drawing dicks in the book and shit. Like, what the fuck? You get kind of saying, what the fuck is it? Like, but that's just that's goofy shit that like everywhere overseas and shit. Like, you should just do that just on her, on hers. 
just on her star. But like, oh, it's right. I don't want to take it off though. But it looks nice. Like, <laughs> like mommy, who's Janet Jameson? Like, uh. <laughs> all these dick on his coat, all these nice, neat dicks on a fucking star and a Walk of Fame. Like. <laughs> anyway. I know it sounded yo, the whole fucking conversation was crazy. I know. <laughs> oh, so yeah, see, Jenna Jameson's over here talking about because as a former sex worker, I don't support child trafficking. She's she's big on that. She was she was posting though, you know, people uh like missing children and stuff like that. Um Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her page is gone now. That's the thing. Her Twitter page is gone now. How many days? How many days? I don't know, but I'm looking. The last thing I see is April. Um. Oh, okay. This is some shit I didn't know about. I don't even know what this is, but go ahead. The shutting down of... This is the Women's March posting this now. This is some shit. The shutting down of Backpage is an absolute crisis for sex workers who rely on... Fuck them. Fuck them. Nigga. The, the Women's March posted this. I the, heard about that. You, you heard about this? I did my yeah, first hearing this. The shutting down of Backpage is an absolute crisis for sex workers who rely on the site to safely get in touch with clients. Sex workers write to Nigga. And then Jenna Jameson said, Backpage is utter filth and is used to buy and sell children into slavery. How on earth are you supporting it? I'm sure sex workers can figure out a new way to contact their Johns. Yo, what fucking world are we living in, nigga? We're an erosion of the family dynamic, bro. Yo, comfortably allowed. And that's another shit. All this shit in front of fucking children's faces are you pushing this shit whose modus operandi has that always been uh, john it's a little late to start pointing those melanated fingers now yeah. <laughs> yo they said a crisis an absolute crisis next workers i you afraid you gotta learn a skill set bitch <laughs> i hate that shit too because like that's that's why i'm like 36 and no goddamn kids and the three cats. You know what I mean? It's like that. Like me going overseas, like, that's a quick little, like me going overseas and shit. Like I was always in like austere environments and shit. And like I never had that dynamic of human pair bonding and shit talking like, you know, they close proximity bitches and shit. I was like, nigga, work, work, work. But now I come back, it's like, all right, press go. Good luck. But it's like, you know, what the fuck was the subject content that occupies the horizon of these broads' minds? Baffles me, bro. And it's like, yo, everybody's an open whore. It's like everybody's a fucking e whore. You just bounce from another nigga to the next. It's just like, yeah, it's right. opening, but it's encouraged. It's encouraged as a fucking way to feed yourself. And then, right. like, what the fuck have we done? Exactly. Wow, yo, Jenna, Jenna Jameson's fucking Twitter, man. She's She's on point. What she said? Uh, is it there, nigga, or is it not? You told me the shit was gone. Hmm? Top three, no, it's gone, but you know, niggas know other ways to access information, John. Oh yes. 
Ooh, and she's got a daughter. That sucks. What do you mean she's got a daughter? Jenna James has a daughter. Oh, yeah. Why are you saying like I'm that? Just, I cause she's a porn star. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you explain that to your daughter? This is another thing. All these bitches is open with this shit. Look at these bitches. Like, you got these fucking women, like grown ass women. Like, what are you, who are you trying to keep up with? Like, I don't, women's liberation. I, like, everything ain't for everybody. Then you want to be respected. And then a minute, it's like, it's a catch 20. It's like, damn. It's like, I don't even give it just compliments. Keep it 100. Oh, that me too shit. You know what I mean? It's like, you weird. It's like, ah, oh, don't look at me. Don't look at my pussy. Ah. You know, I didn't dress you, woman. Like, every shit. It's like, such a confusing culture that y'all are in like, and like, you ask them, I don't know how to cook. Like, you party pumping this shit too. <laughs> don't know how to cook. Don't know how to clean. But a dumb bitch got a ring, whatever the fuck the lyrics are. What you doing? Right, 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 exactly. She don't cook, she don't clean, but she'll tell you how she got the ring. Yeah, it's like that the materialistic in, like, incentive. Like, it's like not trying to encourage a woman to be better or to build or you know what I mean, be an asset in any type of union. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, who's pumping this agenda? You know. Right, right. Oh, yeah. You already know. We could go into a. Uh, all kind of shit with that. You remember that song, Till the Cows Come Home? Yeah, why don't you spit for me, bro? You got some bars? You know I got bars, bro. <laughs> you know I got bars. Yeah, listen, let's, let's close this out. Then I'll, 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 I'll take out the show, you know what I'm saying, with, with some bars. What kind of bars? I mean, I know I done spit quarantine a few times on here. I don't need to spit quarantine again. Um, <clears throat> oh, cheetah, cheetah, poetry, I say so. Uh, I got okay. I got some. I got some. So, my brother, yo, thank you so much as always for the conversation. You know, for for some for people to think about. We have our mission as a people's right that we have to. You know, listen, disclose the Jelaine Maxwell shit, and uh, let's get some disclosure on that, and and see what happens. These judges need to release that information, period. The law enforcement, listen, don't take the shot. Follow your fire, your fire department brethren. Mm -hmm. Don't take that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be you all that are going to have to stand up for the people. Because if y'all don't do it, then we're going to have to stand up for ourselves. And that's going to look way different because we don't follow rules mm -hmm. like y'all follow rules. Okay? We don't have procedures and protocols. We just know... <laughs> fight a flight, motherfucker. And if it's time to fight, it's time to fight. <laughs> they got Operation Agile Provider when they fucking walk off the job. Right. If and when y'all walk off the job, make sure, <laughs> make sure you uh, give niggas the memo, okay? So we can come and take what we need to take. Oh, oh. Not the question. I'm you made me think. I want to really go to Afghanistan and get some of that gear. All that good shit. You telling me? I when I was in Kabul, bro, I bought so much Gucci shit that was military fucking. They had so they had optics and shit like that, bro. I can imagine what the markets look like. Kaifa Pass. Oh my god, I would love to walk I was a gunsmith, so I had to go out and get like AK parts. And I got like I had like carte blanche to go do whatever the fuck I wanted to do, but like. I will go. I can imagine what the markets are right now. 
They got helicopters and shit, bro. What? Nigga, go there with some lottery money, man. Get funky like on a boat, like. Right. Cargo ship. We a cargo ship. Rent a cargo ship. Put this shit in a shipping container. Fold the blades up. They got mm-hmm. two helicopters and a 40-foot shipping container, like. Sexy, a bunch of guns and shit. Just like, oh, we got some stuff to do with estates. <laughs> no, <laughs> yo, thank you, my brother. As always, thank you for all the listeners who are tuning in, who are putting up with our madness for 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 three and a half fucking hours. Y'all are the best. Share this with your peoples, because you know what time it is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we done gave you some of the jewels and the steps that it's going to take to defeat the New World Order. It can be done. This might be one of our most dangerous programs, but fuck it. That's what we're here for, you know? So we're, what's your legacy going to be on this mm-hmm. earth? Well, it's okay. Whatever form of fighting back um, it that you choose to take is what you choose to take. But whatever you do, don't take that shot unless you really want to take it. Don't let yourself be coerced, okay? Don't let them, the motherfucking human rights violators, try to get you, okay? <clears throat> Big shout out to Super Producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Peep the scene. Team underground like pipe dreams. Mobilized to melt the many men like ice cream. I've grown so used to lies, can't see the truth beside me, before me, behind me, deep inside me. Despite the delays, the tribe is finally arranged. Like lightning to the ride, we ignite in strange ways, fighting, we ignite in strange days, fighting strange ways. Despite what claims say, the tribe will never die, we must survive to maintain. Immune to all the weapons of the modern man, the plan to gain the upper hand through methods undisclosed but known to ancient man again. Immune to all the weapons of the modern man, the plan to gain the upper hand through methods of an ancient clan, its ancient fam, hieroglyphs and spaceships, batteries in Babylon, paintings and spaceships is written in the caves that's been hidden for ages. Out of fear, they keep it hidden in Smithsonian basements. Tune, that's an old one too, folks. Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. Only wake up. I know you motherfuckers will be bad. Bring some chips and some beer. Yeah, shall you? Libations. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diane. Cindy Ashby. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.